This is Goyfire. Fake cop interrogates hostages. Zundel gets five years in a German prison. Co-ed raped at Duke. Shannon double murder updates. Super Bowl hype. Speech codes. Torture flights. A bunch of Jewish Democrats noting Ford's history of anti-Semitism. NSM leader being outed as a federal informant. Kalia wiretapping. And rounding up the program, White Patriot Leader News coverage. Back to our top story tonight. We have a fake cop. This falls under our TMB section in Hempstead, New York. Henry Terry, a Negro, had all the right accessories to impersonate a police officer. Prosecutors say authentic-looking uniforms, a car with lights and sirens, a pair of handcuffs. But Terry took it a step further, setting up a personal police station where he kept records of possible crimes and sometimes interrogated suspects who were handcuffed to a chair. Y'all be cool. Right on. Yeah, he's 24 years old, and uh, this guy grew up on a diet, a, a bread-and-butter diet of these kind of cops with Mel Gibson and what's his uh, a partner, Danny Glover. The possibilities are just endless of the number of nigger cops he's seen on TV, Eddie Murphy and so forth. All right, listen up. I don't like white people. I hate rednecks. You people are rednecks. Uh, he had on his uh, office, I guess, uh, a sign that said, New York Enforcement Asset Recovery Bureau's District 2 Operations. In one case, he, he snatched somebody's SUV and uh, just seized it. And one would guess that there are some white people who have been victimized by this and who were stupid enough, and because of uh, of their inculcations, cultural inculcations over these past 20, 30 years, went along with this. They're talking about it on New Nation News Forum, and it's pretty, it, it is a pretty funny story. I mean, when, it, when, the, when a young nigger yeah. cop who's, who's mm -hmm. half literate can pull this off. Craig, what, what makes a nigger choose to be a fake cop rather than a fake producer or rap artist? Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What, what, what is it? Tell me. I don't know. But, you know... <laughs> It's media. It's well, the more media. It's not Again. rhetorical, Craig. <laughs> I really need an answer. <laughs> well, I suppose it's a little easier. I mean, you know, they, well, why doesn't he become a real cop? He'd have to go to the course. You know, all he has, they have to do is go down there. They can get it with a criminal record and everything else. It's amazing. <laughs> Setting up a personal police station. Yeah, personal police oh station. Oh, my this guy, God. This guy's an entrepreneur. <laughs> that is so <laughs> niggerish. Yeah. And uh, actually, that's more that's more white freakish type of a thing to do, because you know there's a, there's a fair number of whites who get into that. You know these little fucking uh, people get their little badges, and you know they they, I don't know. It just seems like keeping well, they don't show the not same a very Negroid thing to do. Keeping records, I yeah, but the whites were fake black man. They weren't as industrious. <laughs> they they didn't think as much as as this nigger because you see he had his own station, not just a cruiser with a blue light. You know, an unmarked cruiser. He had his own station, so you can see how the nigger is uh, more capable of making uh, a business. Yeah, well, in Haiti or Africa, this is a uh, a whole new industry. Self-employed security specialists, but of course, they usually end up dead. It says here that the hostages were never taken to a real police station, and he. <laughs> 
would occasionally release them for cash payments. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he needs to have a little a uh, little FBI set up with like him and then uh, two uh, mannequins on either side looking at him at, at bisecting angles. You know how they do it in the movie. Yeah, well, you're going to get to the truth here, motherfucker. You know what I am? I'm your worst nightmare, man. And that's what I am. I'm a nigga with a badge. He would <laughs> stop motorists uh, sensibly for traffic violations. And before his interrogations, he would photocopy each suspect's ID just as real police do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the prosecutor said he asked some victims for cash in exchange for their release. They were never taken to a real police station. Mm. <laughs> and he had a what pair of black dress shoes. That's impressive. And a nameplate on the shelf that said Corporal H. Terry, Unit Supervisor. This is kind of like a nigger version of uh, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little involved for your typical Negro hijink. Yeah. Well, he probably had a high I would IQ. definitely have to say. Yeah. What, like approaching 98? Yeah, about there. Somewhere in there. Mid-upper 90s. You nothing to scrap at. <laughs> You know, they don't award these points for free. You have to earn them. <laughs> yeah, well, it's bad to get enough getting stopped for blowing through a, a, a stop sign but by a real police officer, but this is uh, a little too much, especially the interrogation afterwards. His, his due lawyer will probably <laughs> represent him as a, as a relatively benign hero because he didn't Johnson the white girls that he got. And by Johnson, you mean illegally fuck? Right, yeah. Johnson being his blood-engorged uh, member. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there were other Negroes at large in the, in the Qua that, that managed such things this week, and possibly we'll hear about him here in Goyfer. I know we won't be hearing about him on Deltway Boys on CNN. You know that. Boring-ass 90-year-old kikes. Is he setting up the Iran invasion? They were lying like they were lying on Fox News. I know that won't come to a shock probably to anybody. And we'll prove that later in this Goyfar on a number of stories, by the way. Yeah, well, we have here an international story. Uh, Zundel, a uh, former Canadian citizen sentenced to five years in German prison. Uh, far-right activist Ernst Zundel was convicted by a German court Thursday on 14 counts of incitement for Holocaust denial. The court ordered the 67-year-old who was deported from Canada in 2005 to serve the maximum sentence of five years. You know, if you're going to get 14 years, you might as well make it a real incitement. Keep flicking that thing till it lights, man, and then hold it up to the taper steam, and, you know, after a while it'll take off. Zundel was accused of years of anti-Semitic activities. Years of horror and oppression. The words that came out of this man's throat. That included denying the Holocaust in documents and on the Wait, Internet. What's that goddamn commandment I remember from my years of, uh, of, of going to Christian Science Sunday School year after year? Remember the, what is it? Remember, you're supposed to remember it and honor and you know, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And it's just like that. Remember the Holocaust and keep it holy. You know, who did the Jews, they died for you and your sins. And you just you see that it has the whole feel of the whole Jesus thing. Yeah, don't steal the, Jesus' the new Jesus line. That, that, that's I don't know who line. came up with that with that idea that it's and a so religion and that it's the new new thing that all we idiot goyim are supposed to fall for. But it makes a lot of sense to me. You know, the way that it's treated is very much like it's a sacrosanct myth and this all oh, this people that is, and and yet you know, how many of you listening have you met a Jew in real life? I mean, I mean, people who meet them, you know, they come on, oh, you tried to swindle me, he's a liar. 
He's just not a very attractive type of person. Not someone I'd really want to be around. You know, well, there's the old joke that God must be a pretty nasty character to pick Jews as his favorite chosen people. Yeah, what does that say about God and his character? I think it says God is the Jew. <laughs> in other words, they concocted the God in their spiritual literature. You're ki can it be? <laughs> I don't know. Concocted is that possible? Does that sound logical to you, Alex? I wonder. Uh, it sounds more logical than, than a God, <laughs> other than the God of bad taste choosing the Jews. Mm. Well, imagine a God looking down and, and you know, Mencken had a great line about, you know, instead of uh, ignoring the, 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 the nine-course meal prepared by expert chefs set before him and turning his and staying his hunger by catching and eating flies. I mean, that's equivalent to God choosing the Jews. As, yeah, who, who else on earth? If God made that choice, then my God, that's an even better reason to, to be an atheist. Or, or Yeah, I wish you would have chosen... I wish we would have chosen the Swedes, then we'd have the Swedes going all around the world saying, we need more Swedish women. You know? Yeah. We, we need more... Who looks at the Jews and says, who looks at Al Dershowitz and says, ah, oh, that's good people. <laughs> you know, who, yeah. who does that? Who would do that? And, you know, if, you don't, if, if he's not the right one, who are you going to pick? Fran Drescher? Joan Rivers? How about uh, Ruth Ginsburg? What about Larry King? I saw him at, what was it, Mugshots or Rotten.com or one of them? Is that not the, the funniest picture ever taken? Gloria Allred. And, you know, this <laughs> week, too, uh, Alex, they were talking about Paula Zahn and her husband by the name of Cohen, who's a real estate developer in New York City, and she's got three Jew kids. Larry King Live's coming up in just a few minutes. Hey, Larry, you're going to talk to the owners of Barbara tonight? Yeah, well, who wouldn't be angry with that last No, one? I know, I know. But, you know, it's yeah, astonishing. Paula. Wasn't it the statistic that one in three Americans believe not that particular conspiracy but theory, but one of many? The old Goebbels theory. You can tell a lie long enough, more people will believe it. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and then there's, on the other uh, major talking blonde is that uh, Diane Sawyer, and she's married to Neil Simon, a, a Jew playwright. So there you go. That's who you're listening to. And then there's a Rush Limbaugh who's married to a Jewess. It just goes on and on and on. Paul is and, on. And Wolf Blitzer got busted by Duke as being a, uh, having been uh, in earlier years um, an agent for APAC, a lobbyist. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it just never stops. Yeah, well, since you're hadn't been such a damn, damn liberal, he would have ended the damn uh, uh, Blitzer line. And let that be a lesson to all of us. I mean, you, you Hitler merely enacted laws that pushed these Jews, encouraged them to em emigrate with a gentle but firm hand. And what happened? They all came over here to America. Now we're fucked up just like Weimar Germany. And we got these just assholes like with Raypack lecturing us. About Even 12. worse, because they're, they're yeah, that's practiced right. now. <laughs> Much they're, worse. They're, they're, they've gotten good at it. They've gotten good at using the, the new mass media to indoctrinate everybody and throw people in jail for five years who speak one word against yeah. them. It's planet wide. The, the, the lesson is don't don't fuck around with them. Don't pass laws against them. Shoot them in the back of the head and throw them in a hole in the ground. That's the solution to the problems that the Jews cause. And, and they've and criminalized resistance to them, which is what you've said before, and it's absolutely exactly. And it yeah, and it ain't me and us saying it. It's it's simply the fact. Jews don't want any criticism of them or any of the groups they're using to destroy us, which means niggers, fags, and et cetera, et cetera, feminists, et cetera. But we are there to be eternally emasculated objects of scorn, derision, and ridicule, which, you know, I wouldn't have a problem if it was 50-50. The white man's going to win any 50-50 fight, but when 
the field is stacked, uh, what are you going to do? It gets tiring after a while. I'm tired of being the butt. I'm tired of having the overt laws against our kind. I want to be the one running things. Hmm. N- not yeah. them. Me. Us. VNN. People who think like us here on Goyfire, like you listening to this. <laughs> Remember how it was 60-40? Well, it still is. Only now it's 60-40. Now get out of here. <laughs> that was a scene from Bad Boys. <laughs> Yeah, well, getting back to Zundel's odyssey here, he was born in Germany in 1939. Zundel came to Canada in 1958 and lived in Toronto and Montreal until 2001. After failed attempts to obtain Canadian citizenship, Zundel moved to Tennessee and married Ingrid Rimland. In 2003, Zundel was deported from the U.S. to Canada for alleged immigration violations. Wait, tell the details of how, he's, how he was snatched and deported. That's a curious odyssey. Um, they, they randomly enforced uh, something, claimed he didn't show up, I believe, to have a, a, a letter, and actually went out, drove out to a Smoky Mountain place and, uh, and, and, and grabbed him, if I recall, and uh, that was it. I mean, do they enforce that against Mexicans? No. Zundel's not a violent sex criminal, and even those... ICE hardly makes any effort to, to capture. Um, no, they don't. They go after people who pose political threats to them, and, and exactly. posing a political threat is nothing more than speaking the simple truth about stuff. Yeah. And they did the same thing to Germán Rudolph that they did. It, it's funny. The U.S. will not enforce its own laws pertaining to freedom of speech when it comes to people that it wants to see in jail because their yeah. agenda uh, runs their f- agenda of speaking the truth runs counter the Jews' agenda of lies. And so the U.S. cooperates with others, just as they do. They have that what that that rendition stuff where they say, "Hey, we aren't allowed to torture you, but my friend Abe Heimowitz over here, why he, it's perfectly legal under the laws that obtain in his country." So we're giving you over here, and the LL's going to fly you over to Northeast Persia or wherever the hell it is, and, and beat the beat the living piss out of you with techniques they perfected on the Palestinians. Right, so that's what they do. Well, it's the same thing with free speech. We don't have a law against free speech, so, you know. And he, I know what he said in here. I know what was on the U.S. server, but we're going to fly you over to Germany, where it's illegal, and you get thrown in jail for five years. That's the source of the Zog's dedication to its own goddamn written laws that have been in place for two hundred years. They don't follow the Constitution. We don't follow them. So fuck Zog. We don't need it. They're, they're our enemy. Overthrow the government. The government overthrew itself. It's not following the laws that are written for it. You know, put in the law if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna act like that. But of course, that would be acting Aryan and upright and clearly and legibly. And and that is the opposite of everything that that is in the Jew. Yeah, you know, they say here Zundel's initial trial in Germany was derailed. Uh, his attorney Stoltz was banned from the trial on grounds that she had tried to sabotage the proceedings by calling the court a quote tool of foreign domination. And his one attorney is in jail now, who has kicked off the case. That was the uh, attorney who had passed out the pamphlet which said that anti-Semitism is an unmistakable sign of mental health. And uh, he was kicked off the case. And and also, Zundel, before he went to trial in Germany, uh, ICE turned him over to the Canadians, and he went through a, a lot of legal processes there. I believe it, it wasn't a full-blown trial, but he was held for, what, about a year, wasn't it? Do you remember? And uh, he'd already yeah, beaten was, the Canadian courts yeah. in a trial in, uh, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 years ago, some, many years ago. So imagine 
if this sort of thing keeps up, and it is going to keep up, this is going to increasingly occur to white people who have the temerity to resi resist this system. And I'm sure to most of you listening, that's frightening, and you say, well, we'll wait and see, or I don't believe it, or if it does, we'll deal with it then, or, or my town's mostly white. It's not going to happen here. They'll, they'll pound you down if you stand up. Sooner or later, they'll make an effort at it. And they got Ernst Sundel. Yeah, they say, in reaction to the verdict, the Canadian Jewish Congress said Thursday that they were satisfied with the sentence given to Zondel. Congress Chief Executive Bernie Fava said the court had sent a strong message and that the verdict will bring comfort to Holocaust survivors. Seems to be so many of them these days. Well, they, they define a survivor, too, as, uh, you know, if, if somebody left uh, in, in 1937 and, and uh, he was three years old in his parents' arms, he's a Holocaust survivor. <laughs> yeah, it's not an ashtray, it's a survivor. Of course, you know, there were no Jews who were gassed, so, although many of them claimed to have survived gassings, not just one gassing, but multiple gassings. And again, for those of you who... Uh, haven't even taken a cursory look at it, go download one-third of the holocaust.com, all written out in English words, one-third of the holocaust.com. The four-hour movie, and it breaks it down for you, as the nigs say. Yeah, well, we have here, uh, getting back to the U.S., a 18-year-old white co-ed raped at Duke University at a nigger frat house. This is a breaking story, I think, uh, Chain, you were the first find this at uh, New Nation News. Sure, I, I do credit New Nation News a lot, and I hope people read it more, especially their newsroom, because they have a whole team of guys over there who constantly comb the internet. I used to, uh, I used to do research over there um, about three years ago a lot, but then uh, I decided to spend most of my time at VNN. But they do a great job, and uh, this case, at one point, had something like 46 Google stories. It's still not much above that. A, a week or so later. And almost all of those are associated press feeds in which they did not mention the fact of the races. In fact, there are only two sources in that area or anywhere that mentioned uh, the, that there, it was a nigger frat house with 50 niggers in it. And the woman was 18 years old. She was uh, raped by a six-foot-one nigger with a black do-rag. And this house is owned by some uh, billionaire who's in natural gas in Oklahoma. Uh, then if you look on this nigger fraternity's website, they have a Miss Mohammed, who's the Miss Southeastern Regional. And uh, anyone who takes a, even a brief look at Nation of Islam literature or what they believe is that the white man is the devil and uh, Louis Farrakhan says that, uh, you know, um, flying saucers are going to come. And uh, it, it's just unbridled white hatred. But uh, the media will constantly represent people who are black Muslims as, oh, they're in a very dignified, very strict religion. But uh, the flip side of that doesn't apply. In other words, whites who, who are that political uh, against other races. Of course, that well, doesn't Why hold. is that guy owning that? Uh, what's the relation there? Did that guy go to Duke who owned that house? He did go to Duke, yeah. He's a Duke. Uh, uh, so we mentioned real estate there. I, I, I wouldn't be as dumb as niggers are. They're smart enough to know sometimes, like, hey, they might think they can get away with that rape. Certainly a lot of them are going to think that uh, we ought to get one back by raping our own white girl. I can, sure. I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, well, they, they got so much of the media, exactly. And so and, and who, who's you could almost make... on this so far? 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> there are two papers. I've cited them here in this thread. I think it was the Charlotte. Uh, I don't want to give someone credit who doesn't deserve it. Let me take a look. I believe it was the Charlotte Observer, but uh, I may be wrong there. The, the point is there were only two local media that reported it amongst uh, FM stations, AM stations, TV stations, regional newspapers. And, and they've still just rounding this up at, at, at vnnforum.com. Uh, right. It's and, on, and it, it, it's sorry. also, but it, it, it's mm -hmm. you've, you've got you always. What I like is is you get the photos and you got the number and you got a picture of that fucking hypocrite knifeong. Yeah. There, there's always a chain of characters in these stories that's fascinating, and you can pick any one, and it's almost like reading a novel. Well, it's I, so I bizarre. Greg, white people to think here. Like you got a picture of the the nigger cop. Can you just imagine if your white daughter? was raped and you're going to get justice by going through a, a, a chain of police that has a nigger at the top of it mm. i mean that's yeah. this is fucking crazy people we are treating we we america has become a giant fraud in which we're forced to pretend that these fucking dangerous malicious stupid simians are our equals i mean that that inflicts grievous bodily harm on our body politic my god the horror yeah, I'm looking right now at the picture of Steve Chalmers, the the police chief. Uh, I mean, that guy, he's got all of the symbols of of a former USA. He's got the eagles, uh, the hat, the uniform, but it's a fucking nigger. I mean, that guy looks like he's... Looks like he ought to be married to Joycelyn Elders. Well, it's kind of like Chief Moose. He's the uh, famous... Yeah, the police chief. We all remember him. They, they found at this party. They found oxy oxy Tyson. Is it oxytocin? Oxy uh, Is that what it's Oxycontin is the drug, the legal drug. Yeah. yeah, marijuana and cocaine. There were fifty people at the house, and uh, not a single national cable or uh, standard broadcast network has carried this story. Not a single one. And when you juxtapose that yep. with the massive coverage that all Americans endured. Uh, after the fake uh, Duke rape uh, of last year, I guess it was. Yeah, uh, uh, let me see. ESPN has not mentioned it. They've mentioned Andy Reid, the, the white coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, as two kids who are fucking up in a way that niggers usually do, but they promoted that more than they do when it's niggers. They, they, ESPN has never... There's been that gang rape of an 11-year-old Mexican girl by niggers uh, at, at a, around Fresno, community college around Fresno State. ESPN never mentioned that. There's been, they haven't mentioned anything about this in Duke, but they had talked about the white players quite a bit. Uh, but I haven't seen some of the other channels, and I, I don't get court TV, so I don't know what they cover. But, it, yeah, complete suppression of this. Complete suppression of the Chanic Christian. Should probably talk about that again. And, and we have had some criticism. A lot of guys, uh, not all Goyfire listeners are as radical, as I suppose is what we're considered, but... They say that this white girl should not have been at a party with 50 niggers and so forth and so on. And while that's true, one has to have a lot of empathy and feeling for these kids who are propagandized from literally kindergarten and, and even more so with, with mass media. Just think of, as an adult, people, all of the commercials you've seen in which there's the nigger hero. I, I think of the truck commercial in which there's a white welder and he flips his mask up and there's a nigger driving around this sixty-five, seventy thousand dollar geared up GM or Ford uh, S, uh, you know, truck, like, I don't know, ton and a half or something. And the poor welder's uh, 
That's just one. The, the commercials go on and on, but uh, they're they're just nonstop. Uh, Aegis was Craig. Craig, la- Craig there, there's a, it's funny. There's been such a change. I mean, yeah, the niggers are played up, and probably in sports more than anything, which is ironic since they suck uh, at at that as much as they do at everything else. It's just they have a genetic gift of being able to jump. That's their only difference. But there, there's a line in the movie Charlie Varick with uh, that Jew Mathau. Nevertheless, a pretty good movie. And there's there's a one of the heavies in his is named uh, a man named Molly Malone, and he repossesses this nigger's car and just the nigger punch, nigger says something to him, he just fucking punches him in the head, and and, and, and takes the car. He goes, Mary, "There's not many men I let talk to me like that. Few white men and no niggers." <laughs> and he just drives away, and it's, and it's it's pretty cool because he just he just smacks down the nigger, and I guarantee this was made in probably the mid seventies. You haven't seen anything like that, and probably. 30, 40 years. Well, uh, I, I was watching... They, they, they make whites emasculated doofs. The yep. fact is, niggers are not tough any more than they're cool, any more than they're great at sports or great at anything. They just aren't. Whites got to get some balls and just stand up. I was don't watching an old video. niggers or Jews. Just don't take any shit from them. There's a Gloria Steinem video from 1968, and she talks about being a female writer is like being a Negro. And this was not that long ago, I mean, in the, in the span of history. So here's a radical Jew feminist who was using the term Negro in 1968. And so these kids, and some of them, I'm sure, listening to this broadcast, who are young and, and say, up to age 20, 21, they've been victimized. The mind-washing that, that our people have gotten over the past 40 years is unprecedented in human history. Yeah. And, and you know, so much of this is due to gutlessness on, on the part of, uh, of whites. We could stand together. For example, there's a guy at LouRockwell.com named William Anderson. Uh, granted, that the, the dumbass has a couple of adopted uh, baboon niggers from Africa, but he has been pursuing the Duke rape hoax and uh, almost exclusively for about six, nine months, and he's been writing about that. And uh, he could link to what Chain has done and, and show all the pictures, but they're so embarrassed and scared not embarrassed. They're just flat scared of anybody who takes the overtly racial line and, and writes, this is what's going on. Here are the principles involved. Here are pictures of these people and, and what they're doing and what they're covering up. And here are the sources that are not talking about this at, at all. But because we refuse to work together, we're like that snake in the revolutionary flag. We're cut up into these little individual segments and we're all going to die. Now, goddamn! If you're a white man with a good heart and a good brain, you need to find some good balls to go with it. Fuck the niggers who are doing these horrible things, and doubly fuck the Jews who are sicking them on us. It's time we rise up and just goddamn destroy the niggers and the Jews. And, and, and the, the ones are the ones who are the Jews are compl- the niggers are just wild animals. They deserve to be in cages or in Africa. But the Jews are the ones who created this system that makes this stuff inevitable. And it ain't going away, folks. It's just going to get worse every year because of demographics. The blacks and the Mexicans aren't at some point when they become, you know, 80% of the population going to turn into humans. They're going to be what they are, except even worse, because there ain't going to be no bridle on what they do. No check on what they do. And if you think I'm lying or making it up, read even the goddamn controlled media about what's going on in Zimbabwe today. Go to whysouthafricaiscrap.blogspot.com. You know, and read a woman saying, what do I tell my daughters? We went to the mall the other day and all these feral kids, that is... For you idiots who've been educated American kids with no parents because blacks don't marry and they stay together. Feral kids coming up to the car and jerking off, begging for money. What do I tell them? 
about these useless little 60 IQ pieces of shit called niggers when they're 80% and they have fully equal rights to the humans that used to run the country, that created the country. What do I tell my kids? This is reality. And you're going to get more of it today. We, we aren't even to the horrible stuff yet. We're on the fluff rape right now. We're not even to a full-on, full-body internal massage by gang-raping niggers. Yeah. We're probably cued by Jew porn. Yeah, well, this type of decapitation has happened before by Jews. It happened in Russia. It happened in Turkey, of all places. And it happened in Spain under the Moors. And what the Jews do is they, they take the top positions in banking or, or thereabouts, and they just go about fleshing out the bureaucracy with their own kind or with foreigners. What, what does McDonald's say are the sectors of society that they always aim for? Uh, academia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. One. Media. Media. And government. Yes. Government and finance. Yeah, but, yeah that's basically... I don't think he says... He might say finance, <laughs> but I know it's academic. It's basically, yeah, that's what they go for. And as Craig and I documented, uh, the top law schools... Now, the law schools understand it has a multiplier effect. It's not just that... It's not just that there are the top lawyers and at the top law firms, they dominate the top schools. They teach their bogus legal theory where words or whatever, whatever, what they mean them, they're living. You know, if, if they don't like settled law, they make up new law. That's what Brown versus Board of Education means. They just decided, uh, we want to mix the races. That's our political agenda, and they found a way to do it. They twisted, they just, they, they came up with a bogus reasoning. Anglo-Saxon law is, you know, you, you, you stick to precedent. You don't go general unless you need to. You stick to established facts, even if it seems kind of weird and doesn't fully fit some rationalist conception of how things ought to be. Well, the, the Jews, they do what they want to do is law, because it pushes their agenda. If, the, if they wrote the law, why well, don't you stick to the letter of the law? But if they didn't write the law, it's a living document. Like, the, oh, well, it means whatever we want. Right to keep and bear them? No, they're talking about uh, the army. They're not talking about individuals. But, uh, but, uh, but, but, but that's what they said. They, that's what they said when they wrote it. They said you can't take this apart from the historical context. They said the right to bear arms. How clear do they have to write it, you fucking kike? The kike says, eh, that's so fast. I smell anti-Semitism here. But anyway, I'm getting it straight. But, yeah, McDonald outlines, they go for the head of society. So they get their people positioned in all the strangleholds, and they get a chokehold on the rest of us. So everything that comes into our head, into our ears, into our eyes, comes from Jewish tongue or pen. Or someone who's been bought or corrupted by them. Yeah, and and then many of them are so not. brainwashed because it's been in place for so long, they don't even realize the source of the nostrums they spread. Nostrums being quack remedies or bad ideas for you uneducated, i.e. you public schooled in the qua in yeah, this hour yeah. age of decline. Yeah, if you really follow their their, their ascendancy back, it, it it really starts with, I think, the Fed in earnest in nineteen fifteen. And then it spreads out to the Treasury Department no, yeah, and the in the uh, administration. They and passed then, that in nineteen thirteen for the Fed. They they had a, a meeting. Creature from Jekyll Island, read that if you want to learn about the Fed. It was a bunch of basically kikes and, and some rich uh, Anglo bankers who, who, who pushed that through. You know, and, and like everything, they, once you get the wedge of taxation there, uh, you know, the, the income tax on the, on, the, on the upper 1%, it quickly expands to 30% and then 80%, and then everybody's paying it. And, and slightly unrelated, but... Yeah, well, yeah, and getting back to the Shannon Christian case, we have... Updates, uh, for example. We, well, wait, we, wait a minute, wait a minute. What, what, what's the Shannon Christian case? I didn't hear Goyfire 47. I'm a newcomer here. What's going on? 
Uh, well, there was a double murder in Tennessee. Uh, a double murder? I'm guessing, because I just got done reading John Grisham's A View to a Kill. Was it a, a gang of white Klansmen raping and murdering and, and sodomizing a innocent young black girl? Maybe Nazis. Maybe Nazis? Nazis? No. Some evil, is, evil Nazis killing a Jew? A, a black and white negative of that... Uh, Oh, you're making it up. Go on with reality. The, the, Go the on perpetrators are black. The victims are white. It doesn't happen. Blacks on white. Blacks don't commit crimes against white people. Well, we have an affidavit here, and this was not initially released. Uh, they found Shannon's body in five separate garbage bags. Butchered. You have a pretty face You favor a girl that I knew I imagine she's back in Tennessee And by God, I should be there too I've a sadness too sad to be true But I left Tennessee in a hurry, dear in the same way that I'm leaving you Because love is mainly just memories, you see And everyone has got him a few So when I'm gone, I'll be glad to love you After brand new Tennessee walls You literally waltz in all air at the brand new Tennessee walls There's no telling who will be there When I leave it will be like I found you love Descending Victorian stairs And I'm feeling like one of your photographs Girl, I've been trapped while I was putting on airs And I get even by saying Well, who cares? At the brand new Tennessee walls You literally waltz in old air At the brand new Tennessee walls There's no telling who will be there
turns out her mouth was cleaned out with a cleaning fluid. Oh, I'm guessing that the, did the nigger ejaculate in her mouth? And, yeah, I, I knows how to get around this. I done seen CSV little Haiti. I dumped some Ajax in there. Yeah, maybe and one of them had AIDS and the others knew it. Hoe out. Yeah, they they wanted to clean her up before the before the next one got to her, so he didn't. Or they were torturing her. Yeah. Or it was both. They, they were on a, a date. On it. They were on a date, and a, I think a two-year-old SUV. Who was on a date? Christopher Newsom and Shannon Christian. They what happened to them? They were two year old kids in Knoxville, Tennessee. Knoxville, and, uh, Tennessee, two young white kids. What that's are they? Right, that's they right, Saturday Tennessee. night. Uh, you know, I don't know the Friday day of the night. week, but, but they'd been courting for some time, as they say, they're in the Midwest and the South. Okay. And, uh, probably they would have led to marriage and a family. And she was a sociology student uh, at the university. And well, we looked at her teachers on our thread on VNN.com, and you can see the sociologist uh, who propagandized her. So the sociology is, is right. yeah, basically 100% communist discipline. It's a bunch of kike. It's kike from yeah. head to toe. There's about yeah, that's two right. honest pe sociologists in the world, and Frederick Lynch is one of them. Look it up. I don't but but girls, because of their maternal instincts, Jews have glommed on to women and made them the honorary minority in the United States and, and twisted their maternal instincts to care for their own children into uh, exactly. uh, some sort of egalitarianism that protects uh, animalistic so-called human beings, that is, Mexicans and niggers. So anyway, uh, when these niggers apparently knocked on their car door window or something uh, with guns... Uh, they absconded uh, these two kids uh, shortly thereafter uh, within I think a day Christopher Newsom was shot taken out and shot and uh, strangely they found his body burned on the railroad tracks and one of our posters on VNN we have a lot of wealth of uh, <laughs> quite smart people actually and uh, they pointed out that this is a common way to hide a sexual crime then so, sure enough just as the fact that she was butchered and put into five garbage bags was not revealed until uh, weeks later uh, they've also now revealed that Christopher Newsman was in fact uh, a butt raped before he was uh, murdered. Now one of the, the niggers by the name of Davidson had been in a federal prison in which it was known that he was in the Black Disciple Gangs. But of course there's no Tennessee uh, authority or federal authority that's going to come and call this gang related. I think he even had Black Disciple Gangs tattoos. Uh, and you can look them up on the web. The web. There's a whole database about it. But they're a violent nigger criminal gang with uh, uh, branches in virtually every city in the United States. So, uh, and, and the rape of white people is one way they uh, essentially Zog uh, terrorizes white young white men who do go to prison. So uh, Christopher Newsom was raped, and uh, gasoline just as happens in South Africa. That is, his body was. Uh, covered with gasoline he was burned by the railroad tracks then they kept uh, Shannon and raped her for two days gang raped her with four niggers and uh, we're gonna reveal the truth of this and you'll see we initially upon hearing this story and reporting on it in Goyfire 46 speculated about this crime because they weren't giving us the details and you guys were right on the money we now just have the factual details to fill in the speculation that we did last time. And here's another little juicy fact for all you uh, loony Christians out there. They put, I guess, what, helium-filled balloons on the mailboxes after this young woman was, was uh, I mean, imagine to exit this planet in this fashion, people. Can you just try to imagine it? Just try to imagine if you're a man or a woman. They put balloons on the mailboxes with, with Bible verses. I, I, I don't know. Who, her friends, I guess. Oh, her. I suppose they were yellow balloons. Who knows? And they, and they floated Bible 
quotes on these balloons, Jew quotes from the Bible. The Bible's a Jewish document, face it, okay? Yeah, and it, Craig... If you want to see yeah. some Bible quotes, we'll dig them up for you. And, it's just and sick. Th this is the, the response? The, exactly. The proper contrast, what would they have done in, say, 1910, even that late, 1920, versus 2006 or 2007? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Today, in the old days, they would have got some rope and they would have killed all those niggers. And you know that's what would have happened to them. And today they tie Mylar balloons to fu to fucking yeah. uh, mailboxes. That's how soft the right there in Missouri, comes. Alex. The only time we're hard is when we're killing innocent foreigners for the Jews. Seven hundred thousand Iraqis. Congratulations. With full government approval. Then we're heroes. And, and but when we, we let our girls be raped and murdered by these fucking monkeys, and we resist that, we're haters. And we don't even have the balls and the brains to stand up to the system that calls us the haters when we're manifestly the good guys. And, and I hope you will you will copy off our show and pass it around to some of your friends or download it as an MP3 and play it for them. Because this stuff is going on all the damn time, and they do not tell you about it. It is completely suppressed. It does not get any farther than the local media. The only reason we know about this stuff is because we are looking for it. And another thing, if you think that this criminal element of, of the nigger race is, oh, they're just a, a super minority, well, the fact is, is the ones that have a few points higher of uh, IQ and, and a few degrees, <laughs> more ability yeah. to control themselves, what do they do? They beat out, beat out far more able white people for government jobs at three levels of government, municipal and state and federal, all over the country. So uh, they're being. I was going to guess they're a bit better at carrying out exactly the same thing their more animalistic brothers are. But I mean, yeah, the criminal element of the black race. I mean, you talk about a a very, very, very large subset, like likened to ninety nine point nine percent of the uh, original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what is the percentage of uh, niggers in the United States? It's it's. Like it's twelve point eight. It's actually declined. It's it used to be like thirteen point something, and now it's like twelve point eight. Well, there's so many goddamn Mexicans AIDS here. has been horrific on them, Alex. I don't think you appreciate that enough. Yeah, yeah well, it, it's, it's, yeah, that's, you know what it is when they say AIDS is going to take out the niggers, uh, people get happy about it. Yeah, that's like saying Reagan cut the budget when it, the rate of growth dropped like 1% or something. Yeah, big fucking deal. Uh, there's going to be plenty more of them next year, trust me. The only reason that their, their population has not gone down, it's gone up and faster than the white population, but their percentage of the population in the U.S. has declined because we have so many fucking Mexicans here. Like like the one I saw today when I was out in zero degree weather walking around downtown Kirksville. What do I see? A perfect test of the flip strength of social uh, social uh, disintegration. It's it's a uh, 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 a cop leading a Mexican in handcuffs from the I guess from the courthouse back to the jail. And I don't know if it was the Mexican who stabbed the other guy uh, 27 times. And uh, tell people where year. Kirksville is. What is it like? 50 miles south of the Iowa border, something like that. It's even closer. It's more like about 30 miles south of the Iowa border, northeastern Missouri, uh, northernmost battle west of the Mississippi in the Civil War. So it's kind of a bookend in that regard. And, and uh, yeah, but still a pretty southern feel, Iowa being purely northern, Missouri being uh, still pretty southern even up here. But, yeah, we got, we got Mexicans up here. And uh, one of the three murders in Kirksville, I don't think there had been any or for since 2002, and then in 2006 there was three, and one of them was by a Mexican. I, I was just going to say about Missouri, they, they lynched the last nigger in St. Joe, Missouri in 1932, I believe it was. And uh, again, this was because of rapes and, and, and so forth. And this is what they do. Uh, this is what should happen to the you know, You know what we're fighting here, Craig? We're fighting a, a myth of progress. People say, oh, we're part of the evil old people who hold to the old ways. And, and 
when we die out, you know, there won't be anybody left who's an evil racist. Mm. Well, I mean, what kind of a progress is it that has to cover up horrible crimes like this to, to make itself fit? I mean, when are you going to get tired of jamming that square thing in the round hole, guys? Are, are some of you people that insane that you're never going to wake up? From? I mean, I understand the Jews. They're evil. They're the devil in human form walking around. They, they get a percentage off fucking things up. But what about you crazy white liberals? And even you conservatives are now white liberals. I mean, w w at what point do you... Martin Luther King is a perfect example. I mean, how can it be progress when you've got to ignore everything the guy ever did and ignore that he stole everything he ever said to call him a great uh, hero, shining hero, an example of humanity? I mean, if, if everything he did was the opposite of, of what he truly was or everything he, he is represented to be is the opposite of what he truly was, how can that possibly be progress? Is lying progress? Yeah, well, Is covering up the truth progress? They're all drinking. In what dream Jesus. world are you living? Jesus. What, what, what fantasy world? We're living in the real world, Hill. The real world is more interesting and important than this fantasy world in which they're blacks and whites are equal. We're just going to pretend it's going to, you know, la la la, I'm not going to hear you. I don't want to hear your little report about the raped and sodomized white kids gang raped by the niggers fed on Jew porn. I don't want to hear about the real rape. I want to hear about the hoax rape. Because that, that fits my delusion. I'm using my illusions. I'm using my delusions. I don't care if you suffer from them. They're profiting. My drug trip is, is really enhancing my, my state of being, you know? I'm getting tired of living their fucking liberal Jews drug trip. I want some clear mountain air. I'm, I'm tired of this bullshit everywhere. I can't go to the newsstand and buy a goddamn paper that explains what's going on and puts it in context. All I get is these fucking lies. Oh, you know, they had some monkey in for Martin Luther King week. Why don't you have someone in to talk about how BU covered up the fact that the guy was a plagiarist and he stole his entire thesis? Why don't you have some feminist talk about how he was beating white whores the day before he was, uh, before he was shot to death? You know, or, or <laughs> why don't you have someone in to talk about the difference between a John Grisham book and, and racial reality using the Shannon Christian case versus his uh, a, a Time to Kill? He was, he was shouting, I'm a white man tonight, when he was with those three white men. I'm looking for Jesus. I'm a white I mean, man tonight. The FBI had him on tape. And they sealed those documents until something like 2050 or something. Yeah, you know? well, what kind of a hero who gets a national day has to have his documents, documenting his own words, sealed for 50 years? Because as his own lawful wife says, it would, <laughs> the one he, he was never really around for, well, she, she says, if they released it, it would destroy his reputation. I mean, I, I mean, you, you know, maybe you make up one myth about a hero, but Martin Luther King's entire life, his entire body of work was a myth. There's nothing real there. All there is is is, is smoke and mirrors. You know, from, I saw little Bobby. I down. saw little Bobby Zimmerman singing at uh, the speech on the Mall there in 1964. I guess it was. I was 12 years old. I remember seeing him. There was Bob Dylan out there singing, an old Minnesota kike. Yeah, I remember that. You know, you ask people how long it's going to take uh, since the, we have a lot of... Uh, uh, Bob Dylan. Uh, Jew files who listen to this program. There's a little Randy Newman song about the Christians, and, and uh, it's like a double or triple whammy uh, entendre because he's Jewish, and then he's writing about a Jewish document, that is the Bible, and he's writing about a Jewish God, and he's uh, making fun of, of essentially white people. So, and it ends by saying, I burn down your cities, how blind you must be. I take from you your children, and you say, how blessed are we. You all must be crazy to put your faith in me. That's why I love mankind. 
you really need me. That's why I love mankind. Who is that about? That's Randy Newman. I've never heard that. I know We've Randy the Newman, audio. but who, what, what's the name of the song? It's called God's Song, and uh, that's why I, I love it. I guess written by God himself. <laughs> the Jew song. Yeah, you call it Yahweh's song. Yeah, listen to this part. He says, uh, he chases around the desert. He's talking about man. If he I were a taper. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love mankind. And this is what <laughs> whites are doing. They believe this malarkey. Sucker born every minute. He's born every minute. He can't get rid of him. Uh, Craig, see, I'm getting a lot thing. of narrow-minded hate out of you today. Hey, that's the thing. Far. It's Jesus juice that's putting these, these balloons on, on mailboxes. It's the crucifixion complex. Seth knew not why For if the children of Israel Were supposed to multiply Why must any of the children die So he asked the Lord And the Lord said Man means nothing he means less to me Than the lowliest cactus flower The humblest yucca tree Chases round this desert Cause he thinks that's where I'll be That's why I love mankind I recall in horror the fineness of thee From the squalor in the filth In the misery How we laugh up here in heaven The prayers you offer me That's why I love mankind Christians and the Jews will have the jamboree. The Buddhists and the Hindus join on satellite TV. Pick the four greatest priests, and they began to speak. Say, Lord, a plague is on the world. Lord, no man is free. Temples that we built in tumble into the sea. Lord, if you won't take care of us, won't you please, please let us be? And the Lord said, and the Lord said, I burned down your cities. Blind you must be I take from you your children And you say How blessed are we You all must be crazy Put your faith in me 
That's why I love mankind You really need me That's why I love mankind The, the goodness in being crucified and Listen. that the world is evil. And, uh, Look, Saul, die, Saul dreamed up that. Yeah. Isn't, didn't Saul push that crucifixion crap? And another thing, how similar is that to the Jews' uh, scapegoat? If you look up the, the word scapegoat, it traces right back to Jews. Uh, and, and, and Jesus is this poor, poor, pitiful me shit. Excuse me, this is exactly what Jews are doing right now about the Holocaust. And, and and whites picked it up, and because of, you know why they love. And Ben Clausen talks about this in the White Man's Bible. It's because they cannot bear the fact of their own mortality, so they have to create a, a, a magical place where, where Craig, they never die. Craig, are you saying that death is anti-Semitic? <laughs> the Jews don't have any illusions about death. They practice power in this life. That's why in Forbes' list of 400 billionaires, there are so fucking many of them. And uh, they believe it, yeah. and they practice it, and they help each other get ahead. Hey, why don't we start doing that? Will you please start doing that, white people? Is that so bad? It's yeah, a wrong. Of, yeah, a lot of white yes, people think if right. they get rid of Christianity, that means perversion and whatnot. We have a Hellenic uh, heritage that goes way back before Christianity and was always, uh, let's say, it was philosophy, it was science it was also ethics and law uh, Cicero was not a Christian uh, Seneca was not a Christian uh, Socrates was not a Christian Aristotle was not a Christian look whites had a we always have had a belief in ultimate truths and the value of that and we cannot understand that other people do not have that other races and other cultures and as Alex was saying a while ago if you think in, in 10 or 20 years these Mexicans and Asians and, uh, and, and niggers who are going to be the majority are going to be uh, out of their way to preserve white culture just look at what's going on now like when the Mexicans were in the street last April and, and their attitudes to people in our own country in our own white founded country this is not going to change. It gets worse. And, and, and if you think they have these humanitarian, egalitarian, equalitarian ideas about you, <laughs> go live in one of these places like L.A. or, or, or Honolulu Craig, or New York you, you City. Even, I don't even have to move, Craig. Today on my very own blog, I was called one of the most hateful things I have ever been called. <laughs> was that Craig, pink they hot called, dog? They called me a hot dog, Craig. A hot dog, yeah. Not a on, on Alex's blog, not a what, Kirk's was, yeah, you, you, you stink like a hot dog. So, Craig, I'm Agis and I figured out B&M can make a lot of money by by bottling essence of uh, of hot dog cologne as as a nigger repellent. Uh, it, it's very funny stuff. And, and the way this woman writes on your blog, it's unbelievable. It's like E. Cummings. No capitalization. You me an asshole in a hot dog, Craig. That's right. <laughs> and, and they said they're going to come over and fuck you up too, right? You didn't really spell asshole correctly but i think you know the, the sentiment the sentiment was conveyed craig it was conveyed it's some of the best writing since i saw the I'm, the down I'm lower james baldwin's works yeah it, it's really high stuff all right well getting to the qua here super bowl happened uh, there was a halftime show i i heard about this uh via adam curry's uh, podcast why he, he described uh, Billy and Joel. So many songs Adam Curry, about the, a rainbow. Is that the guy that kicked Goyfire off? Yeah, his blog? yeah, 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 yeah. When we this were a big happening dude, man, he's very yeah. topical. 
Yeah. And I do topics around, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. We don't have time. There's no hate potting here in the Curry, the Curry Show. Push people pigs, by golly gosh, it is a fine question. Yes, it is. Our push people pigs. I've been doing some research. It certainly seems that way. We don't yeah, hate pot right. here. We're all for free speech. And in Curry diversity, yeah. Right. Well, he was describing how uh, Billy Joel sang the Star Spangled Banner twice, and they had uh, F-16s fly over right as uh, he, he ended on, on his ending note. And then there was Prince in there with uh, his two symbols of male and female. The, How the does the NFL get of? F-16s to fly over their stadium? Well, I want some F-16s to fly over some white power uh, events. Can we, can we arrange that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that costs. Yeah, yeah, they, well, they were not to be yeah. found during 9-11. I saw that. Now, the funny thing, you got to remember, this is in the context of that uh, disgusting nipple bearing with the Justin Timberwigger and Janet Jackson last year so of course they're going to do something tasteful this year so they had a giant sheet and they had and prince standing behind it the silhouette of his guitar looks like a, a giant blooded gorged penis yeah and, and not the just stage me. was shaped like his new but symbol which david letterman used to make fun of you know and, and of course the knobs of, won't even notice it so <laughs> yeah now and, and he had somebody out there blooded americans why do they want to look at some prancing gay mulatto uh, oh yeah i think prince, prince, this is prince of darling he, nikki and uh i think he's a down lower i think he's erotic he's erotic city i think he's right i think Adis is right but he he he's kind of like they'll fuck anything mannequin hole in the ground man woman we well, can look prince it up is, and find yeah out. he is a mulatto He's, uh, you've probably seen Purple Rain. Well, they claim he's a mulatto, but, you know, they, both of both his parents on Wikipedia, it says we're niggers, but, you know, they go Is that right? Yeah. And uh, his father's name, I guess, was, a, I guess it was in a band named Prince, but for people who don't know, Prince was a common name when they brought uh, niggers here from Africa, and they would say, well, oh, where are you from over there? And he said, I'm a, I have Prince over there. I have Prince back home. And it means that in his village, you know, he was a, you know. But by the 20th the, century, they'd all be Four horns and, and furs and. Yeah, by the 21st right. century. I keep forgetting which century we're in. Oh yeah, but yeah. Pr got, but in purple, in purple rain, though, Prince's father was, uh, uh, you know, supposedly beating his mother or something, and Prince stood up to him, all five foot one of him. Yeah, Prince and, was in the Jehovah Witnessism uh, really lately here too, within the Daddy, past years. Stop beating on mama. <laughs> I tell you, he's still he's better than the hip hop shit, though. I mean, he uh, at least uh, sang and, and did some kind of music. Although a lot yeah, of him play a guitar CDs, riff, yeah. but it, but there's more talent in it than the hip hop crap. But well, he's still, you know, the off. same. He, he's taken now to to. Well, he's eighty. Doing dude. Re he's retro 80, stuff. He's 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 my generation. He was what they were playing all the time, like uh, high school, college, mid-80s. And, and he rehearsed with this the Prince era. college band, I believe it is. You know, the ones that usually wear the, like, uh, British uh, fur hats, you know, sticking up like the guard. You know, these kids in red yeah. and white. And he's got them out there, you know, really gyrating. And the whole stadium is shooting lasers all over. And it's then he has dumb. somebody in white out there singing with him. And I thought, we should take this video and intersperse it with African dancing. But uh, they do have mainstream. Imagine, what has the United States become when this stuff is accepted by mainstream white Americans as, as entertainment? It's not even good. Well, it was, that's the, know, thing, the market it's a show segment, worthy, worthy of the idiocracy. Yeah, and the market <laughs> segment is, is male. It's uh, usually, I guess it's, it's because we're, we're still majority white, it's majority white male. And this is the type of entertainment that you stick in everybody's face. Yeah, and, 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 and they take white money. And, on. 
Yeah. And, and so, if you don't like, it's just like watching all these negative commercials. If you don't like, hey, fuck you, buy our product anyway. So they even just tell their people, hey, fuck you. Yeah. That this is what they're doing. People criticize us for saying that this is exactly what America's corporations are telling the white country. You know, white people say, God, how come there's so many blacks on these commercials? Well, screw you. You're going to buy yeah. the product anyway. Yeah, and now they had the Mexican teaching class for the Bud Light commercial. It's, it's total propaganda. It has nothing to do with selling their product at all. In fact, mm -hmm. my guesstimate is it has negative revenues. In fact, there was He's, this. Yeah, that dude's not actually even a Mexican, believe it or not. That no. some, some of those antis who were listening to our show were, 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 were laughing when I said that, but that dude is supposedly like uh, half German and half Colombian. Carlos yeah, Mencia. we'll put in the Goy Fire 48. We, we proved it on the forum. This is why it's. We don't make shit the up, internet. you stupid oh. fuckers listening to this who don't like it. Oh. We find it on the internet, and we find the proofs, and we, yeah, we publish Carlos it. Mencia. He, he looks like a Mexican, and he's from the Mexican area, I believe, but he, he is not himself actually Mexican. Yeah, I've yeah, well, seen that. Well, he's mestizo. I mean, there was some type of Indian squaw and then a European mix or something like that. Yeah, There's exactly. a bunch of them like that. Linda Ronstadt's another one. There's another all over. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah, there was this, this study of the effects on the brain of the various Super Bowl commercials, and a lot of them flopped. Uh, they, they created fear. Uh, they created uncertainty. And a lot of the commercials that were real flops were the most propagandizing commercials. Yeah. Well, the uh, corporations white, have taken their, their lead from Jewish uh, Holocaust linchpin uh, uh, religiosity. Yeah, whites are goofs, dumb, uh, uh, insecure, and the, the minorities are, are shining examples of humanity. Whites are dismayed, that's true. Whites are dismayed. And that's why they can be plundered. And, of course, they know exactly what they're doing. They, they can monitor the brain and see how it reacts and which parts of the brain are activated. Yeah, they just emasculate whites, and it's become old hat. Long ago became old hat. It's, it's boring, dumb, and I can't, like you say, it's, it's not even helping them. It's done just for political reasons, obviously. Aegis, I mean, what was that commercial you broadcast a while ago about uh, the Sprint? I remember you showed it to me, and we looked at it, and they have the white man in the airport, and all these uh, sparkling, well-dressed uh, muds are all around him uh, with the uh, air card or something in the computer. And uh, what, what was the word they the words they used? It's rather like cognitive dissonance. One of your favorites. Connectile dysfunction. Yeah. Now there's the connectile aspect, you know, that's which is uh, sexual. That's fairly clever. Yeah. Yeah, it has sexual. Uh, in other words, maybe white people, white men are having trouble connecting, huh? Yeah, connect yeah they need Viagra for that. Yeah, and and then on top of that, there are all these well-dressed. Uh, uh, you saw around Jews, uh, not Jews, probably some of them too, and muds all around him. Women in the airport. I don't know what airport he's in, and they don't look like that to me when I'm in New York or New York, Newark, or, or Los Angeles, or, or even San Francisco. But anyway, uh, not even old work. All these sparkling muds around him, and he, he's befuddled with his computer. And then, uh, again, what's the, what are those words? Connective, connectile? Connectile dysfunction. It's a plant erectile dysfunction, dysfunction obviously. Yeah. And this is, this is what they're convinced whites to spend their money with these companies by, by telling them, hey, you have connectile dysfunction. <laughs> this is, this is uh, salesmanship? I'll tell you one way to save money Board to avoid the damn cell phones. Yeah, but see, that's the point, Shane. It, again, it's the politics trumping poli uh, uh, profits. Uh, we yes. see it in movies. Uh, we see it in sitcoms. We see it in, in publishing. We see it yeah, in newspapers. It, yeah. And, yeah, and, and we see it but in But the mind-washing is the religious ceremony, the Jewish religious ceremony. 
so it's reached a high public state of uh, participation and and uh, uh, baptism, if you will. So but but I read Mark Crispin Miller, and he said that the corporations, giant corporations, control the media, and they are trying to make a buck. What are you, what are you talking about? A political agenda? The dollars their agenda? Am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah, Murray Rothstein says the white kids don't want to hear that, that, that white music, that white power stuff. Yeah, like Saga. You're telling me that they'd rather hear, uh, uh, well, what are the ones, the uh, Chopper Gang or whatever these uh, top ten niggers are right now in, in the hip-hop this week than Saga from Sweden singing The Love of Europe's On My Mind or uh, uh, the song about Bob Matthews and her beautiful uh, lilting tones? I don't fucking think so. Oh, Craig, I can tell you, you can sit, you sit here and listen to a space heater, and it, after a while it sounds good. I mean, music is just repetition. And, and when, when I had, uh, you know, uh, my kid, my first kid, I pretty much quit listening to music, except I would uh, uh, listen to, like, baby music. Yeah. Like, well, uh, just, you, know, you know, children's, uh, you know, what do you call them? Lullabies. No, Rock not lullabies. Those are like that kind of irritating. Music. But just children's music. And you, you listen to children's music a few times. Fuck, it sounds as good as anything sure. else. Operas or something. And yeah. I mean, you, uh, anything well, can become. I call it sound music. The music that my uh, space heater makes. There's a certain rhythm. They've done to some it. research that these, these hip hop drums affect. I believe it's the pineal gland. My point is, like, they can basically play whatever they want, and people will listen to it. If you hear something enough, you will like it. It will become music to you. Even if you don't like it, you'll become accustomed to it. Let's say you work in a warehouse, and all they play is fucking hip-hop or whatever. After a while, you'll know it, and you'll like this hip-hop better than that hip-hop. That's just how it is. So the music affects the culture, and when, you, when all you listen to is prepackaged masturbational fantasy, which is what rock is, according to the dead Jew, Alan Bloom, I mean... Eventually, that affects how it, it affects you. There's no denying that media affects you. Yeah. So CNN and Fox, it's a repetition. Huh? You, you saying you the same must, things over and over and over and over. You must watch after your mind's diet, even as you watch after your stomach's diet. Yeah, it <laughs> conditions the brain. That, don't it conditions Dig the it. brain. Dig it. So if you listen to Goy Fire, see, we 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 tape a three and a half hour Goy Fire. You listen to that, and after a while, you start thinking like us. You know. And it's only partly because we're right about everything that we say. But it's also yeah. just repetition. You get into a certain way of thinking, or you get into this other way of thinking. So music, yeah, the kite could produce whatever the hell it wanted. It could produce Nat King Cole, or it could produce Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> What's that band you, you posted on the blog, on the front page of agovnn.com? Montgomery Gentry, tell them about that lyric, about how the Iraqis aren't grateful enough that we killed a... Oh, yeah, you mixed them there, but Montgomery Gentry is the one where, and this is, you know, yeah, they take a traditional, they take the, this is more, this is the country music version of taking the Callahan box and the, the quality Callahan label on the quality Callahan box and sticking in the shitty Zelensky parts, <laughs> just like they're doing with your Constitution, that they stick in a crappy content inside of a nice container and most of America's fooled because they ain't very smart. And they ain't never was very smart, and they ain't never going to be very smart. So it works. And in country, this takes the form of having these seemingly southern, seemingly southern rocker country types, but they're singing, old man was a rebel yeller. He said, you, and this is a, something I didn't even note in the blog, but he said, the lyric is, and this song has been recorded by Kenny Chesney as well as Montgomery Gentry. These are two separate country groups, and people will know it. People will know them if they listen to country. Well, my in, in, in the lyrics, and I don't know who wrote it, uh, it was, it... 
the old man was a rebel yeller. He always said, you can't trust that colored feller. Uh, but then, you know, blah, blah, blah. The, the theme is, and the name of their album, this is their title song, is Some People Change. Well, Jesus brings change to, like, a, a woman who's a drunk. But in the first verse, and there's only two verses, in the first verse, it brings change to an evil, racist old man. He saw the light, he saw Jibu, and he quit being a racist. And it's no more complex than just what I said. But the funny part is, when you listen on the radio, they've changed the lyrics. So it's, the old man who was a rebel yeller, he said, you can't trust that colored fellow. But when they sing it, if you listen, you can't, he said, you can't trust that other feller. So you dare not even cite what a racist is saying. In, in the right words. Even what the racist is saying has to be made politically correct. It's just the example of you can't use the word niggardly around niggers because they're too dumb and they think you're saying nigger. That's and how another dumb. Song, it's a fucking idiocracy right now. In another song, 500 marries, year waiting period. We're there. <laughs> oh, we're there. Holly Brown. Listen, listen Alex. Somebody <laughs> We've been there up. for a while. <laughs> He, he marries Molly Brown and Negress, and his dad comes down to the river, I guess, on their wedding day or something, and shot that's Vince Gill. Shotgun yeah, skill. Oh, yeah, and he goes to heaven. He's, 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 well, he's coming. In my eye. He's yeah. that all but soprano. Soprano. He's a. Big, he's actually a big guy, but he's got a real high voice, and he's a real six, MC six, in the country. And singing Molly Brown about his his illicit love for a colored girl, and mm -hmm. you know, and and oh, you know, you know just the irrepressible yeah, Molly God, Brown. Yeah. It's horrible. Molly and Brown the, hole. We've talked before about, or at least I've written before about how, like all this, all this country stuff is written by teams of writers, or a lot of it is. A lot of the, most of it is just it's marketing to women. It's trying to make the, it's essentially romance novels set to country tunes, and then there's other stuff that's overtly political, like we just mentioned, where it pushes a certain agenda. But on the whole, it's a. Uh, well, one other aspect that needs to be noted that you're not going to hear people talking about, but is very obvious, like every album that comes out now from a major record label has at least one or two songs that overtly mention Mexicans and Mexico in a positive light. That's something you didn't see even five, six years ago, but now it is absolutely common. I think I wrote about that in relation to Big and Rich, and I went through and I dug up some of their... I mean, it's fucking every other song. And, and it's trying to find these bogus affinities for Mexico and Mexicans is acting like they're a bunch of doe-eyed senoritas. And, and, and you know, man... Did, have you ever actually looked at Mexicans? You know, for every cute senorita, you can come up with, you know, maybe 1,500, uh, I'd like to call them, just squat little ugly brown creatures that weigh, you know, they, they're, they're little brown stubbies. They're just like the criminal I saw in handcuffs today. They're about fucking 5'4". They're shaped like a, a trash barrel, and their contents aren't any much better than that. And and what's in their head is what's in the, what's in their head is hitting on their little niece, you know. Once she turns uh, ten, oh, I can't wait. You know, she's nine, but oh, ten is coming soon. Now that that's what a Mexican is. We have Mexicans and niggers in this country in large numbers, large numbers, thirty-five million of each. Well, I take that back. More like forty million Mexicans, thirty-five million. How do you build a decent foundation slab when you got all that goddamn water mixed in with the concrete? Right? A house divided against itself can't stand. Well, that's what race mixing means. You can't build a house on shifting sands. Well, what sandier than mud people? We don't need them. They fucked up their own countries. We don't need them here fucking up our country. Even less do we need the Jews who let them in by fucking up our immigration and screwing up our foreign policy. <sighs> 
bankrupting us, eating out our substance, using our blood and money and treasure to advance Israel's agenda. Always, what is good for the Jews? What is good? What's good for you, white man listening to this? What's good for you? Who cares about it? Who will defend it publicly? Nobody. No system politician will defend it publicly. The system is wrong. It's got to go. We need our own system for our people. It's criminally parasitic. <laughs> Criminal paras criminally parasitic, hostile, alien elite that that is infected our national, our proud national arboretum like so many, so many uh, tent worm, tent worms. I love to compare Jews to tent worms. I like to think, Craig, if I've if I've wreaked any innovations in the comparison of Jews to other parasites, I think it's really in the in, in the tent work area that I've done my my best work. How is that worm different from the guinea worm? Why why can't we carry oh. a taper with a guinea worm? They're not oh. guinea worm. Did they the stay in the body for a couple of years? No, well, they, why not? Did I? I think that was I one of the point? more disgusting threads I've ever. This is seen, this James. is a, they call it a conspiracy theory, but it's actually true. That's the reason that Steve Irwin was killed. He discovered that the taper's nose straightens out when in the presence of Jews, so it's like a perfect like Jew Geiger counter animal. It's one reason that they're hunting tapers to extinction in South America. Tapers become very popular on vnnforum.com. I like that. I love the taper. People, people doing photoshops. It's we, not we, just we need, a useful animal, Craig. It's a noble animal. We need tapers with guinea worms, though. The, the guinea worm stays in the body like the juice. Tell, stays explain in the to people what the guinea worm is. And, and okay, it's 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 popular and it it lives in Africa, oh. where all good things. Whence all good things end. come. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Jimmy Carter, the great human, humanitarian, uh, went there, and he saw some woman coming out with a tapeworm coming out of They can grow to up to three feet long. And uh, they infect the body, and they live in there for a year or so, and then they come out, and it's excruciatingly painful. But Carter saw one coming out of this woman's uh, vagina, one out of her breast, and uh, I don't know what else, her eyeballs, who knows. But uh, and, and he, did, he figured did, out... Yeah. Yeah, well, How do they, they get grow these in worms in the first place? They get them from their drinking waters, and, and we have a thread about it, and it shows their Being mud holes. Craig, are you saying called? that niggers do not know how to purify their water? No, that that's because they've been me? oppressed by white slavers. Are you a racist, Craig? Five, six hundred years. Yeah, I am. That means I support my own people. Just like niggers are racist, they just had a big conclave in the South. I, I'm hearing too. a lot of racism on this goy fire, and I, I'm troubled I appreciate by it. that. <laughs> I'm troubled by it. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, I, I, I'm, 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 I didn't tell you why I'm troubled. I'm troubled that it might be drowning out the anti-Semitism, Craig. Uh, they're drowning out the anti-Semitism. Well, drowning it out. Drowning it out. Are you kidding? The, nice the, the Jews brought African fish. immigrants into this country en masse. They, How they many of those immigrants have those taper worms in them? Well, who knows? But I, I personally hope they come to the United States. We need taper worms. Craig, have I have taper. a question yeah. I believe Aristotle first posed. Mm. May have been Plato. Mm. May have been Hobbes. Does a higher percentage of Mexicans invading the U.S. have brain-burrowing parasites than Africans invading the U.S. have these horrible, horrible tapeworm, tapeworms? Well, we, we covered that in the Aryan Alternative, our newspaper, and now it's a, it's uh, maybe we should have that in the White Patriot Leader. Difficult too, but, question. But, but That's a graduate-level question, I've got to well, say. When they, these worms finally come out, show, we have the thread that shows them writhing there in pain, these freakins. And it takes like two or three days to pull them out because you don't want to break them off. So they wind them around like a spool, a little wooden spool. And it what's the name of these days. worms again? Guinea worms. I'm sorry, I'm mixing up tapers. So these, fuck, these fucking, yeah, we're mixing up tapers, tapeworms, guinea worms, and tent worms. Yeah. 
Jews, oh, blacks, and Mexicans in one. There's a lot of fauna here, people. Let's keep them straight. In America, remember God's, God's yeah. challenge to us, to Carl Linnaeus, and to you and me. We have to taxonomize first. Let's not worry about all the little blah 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 blah. blah. First, we have to get things by their proper name. So, uh -huh. tapers separate from the from the guinea taper stains. And, and the way the we got on the guinea worm subject is from the temple. Yeah, there was a there's a big uh, coup over there, a big civil war in Guinea. So the, the country of Guinea, the African country. But anyway, that's another subject. And, Wait a uh, minute. The guinea Isn't worms are Guinea an island in the South Pacific or something? No, a lot of things named after it. But 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 the guinea worm it must be the number one uh, beautiful parasite in the world. I, I hope it takes off like AIDS myself. It treats niggers like niggers treat white females. Like they should be unprotected. Niggers. Yeah. It it goes in and out of every single hole and leaves them fucked up and sick. Yeah, and check this, they have these little iron tools, sort of like uh, uh, Barack Obama's father's uh, f iron legs or something, and they lance these worms, and they say that when they lance them, they're so unsterilized that more people die from the lancing than they do from the worms. <laughs> That's what you call nigger irony. Yeah, and, then, and then I actually saw a video, and it said, oh, this is a valid traditional belief. Isn't it ironic? Don't yeah. you think? Some whites saying it's a, it's a valid traditional belief that the, the, the spirits, they actually think, these, the Negroes think these worms are their ancestors coming back to visit them. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, you know, I thought idea. we topped it all when we had the chopped up body stuck in the salon wall to encourage business. But yeah. you know what? This beats it. This trumps it. I wish some white nationals go to Africa and bring some of their ancestors over here. And and people, you we at VNNForum.com, we have pictures of these goddamn worms, and what they do is they come out of sores in the body, or orifices. Uh, and what the what the niggers do is they wind them on these sticks. So literally, they're they're creating a little like spindle, of nasty parasitic worm, and that's how they draw them out of the body. And I guess it's incredibly painful. It sounds horrible. And, you know, I just want to say thank God that we have Jews running America and they reversed our whites-only immigration policy so that now 99.9% of our immigrants come from lands such as the ones that have these people who are too dumb to disinfect their own water and so must suffer from this. And even farther than that, treat the goddamn parasitic worms. But, hey, you know, who's the dumb one? Let's think this through and here. Niggers some have 60-level IQs, and they say the parasitic tapeworms that are hurting them are their ancestors. And we, who have 100 IQ, white people, are worshipping Jews who infect us and, and cause us even worse <laughs> distress. So we're the fucking morons. That hurts. Some of those that pictures hurts. are off the Bill Gates, uh, Bill Gates Foundation website, by the way, Alex. And... Uh, this really rubs me the wrong way. I know I mentioned it just the last Goyfire, but when Bill Gates and Warren Buffett give their white-gotten uh, monies to these Africans, Ben Clausen, the white man's Bible, talked about it. We're subsidizing these subhumans in Africa. We have no business doing that any more than that we would subsidize uh, you know, rattlesnakes being set free in your town. It's stupid. We have no business doing it. Just because a, 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 a biological entity is alive does not uh, bestow upon it uh, any sort of uh, Hell yeah. uh, magnitude of... of uh, being a proper thing to roam around the planet. Hell yeah. Just read Missouri Conservationist. You know, non-native invading species, exotic species, uh, uh, get rid of them. Pigs, pigs invade there. Wild pigs aren't natural here. Shoot them on site. Open season. <laughs> How about Mexicans? I mean, it, 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 they only apply these things to non-humans when they fit humans even better than animals. Native species. And don't be fooled. White men were here before the red man. 
Otherwise, they wouldn't have had to dump 500 tons of dirt on the Kennewick Man site to co literally cover up the truth. Well, I guess they weren't literally covering up the truth, but they were literally covering up uh, a site at which uh, proof that the Red Man wasn't here first had been found. Wow, why would you cover up the truth unless you're a liar? Unless you, have, you, you benefit from deceiving people. That, why, why would you throw someone in jail for five years for speaking facts? Well, why doesn't Unless the United States? Facts. Why doesn't the United States of America government give vast sums, tens and hundreds of millions of dollars to all of these countries, uh, Russia and the Ukraine and Bulgaria, who have all these valuable, rich archaeological sites of Scythians and Pizraks and uh, and uh, Thracians, uh, all of our white ancestors? Why don't they give them money? Why don't their teams of people over there in these digs finding out about our history? Are going to yeah, Buffett's a funny story. I mean, he's completely bullish. Oh, America's just going to get better. I know it is. You know, everybody who bets against America doing well in the long run is going to going to be wrong and and richer and richer. And and you know, giving money to solve problems in Africa, you can't solve a problem when when the best you can do is all right. At the end of the day, if you solve the problem, all you've got is a sixty IQ nigger. You know, we don't need more of those. We don't need to focus on these botches and you know upgrade them to merely uh, incredibly defectives. You know, I mean, it, it, it makes no sense at all. And that there are so many better uses that the money could be put to. And you say, yeah, they're private. Okay, that's their private money. But what about our government's money? Well, we put all 25 kinds of money or, that aids in this kind of junk. 25 or 30 years ago, the argument was, one of the arguments that was quite commonly floated in popular mainstream media was that we needed these people to come to our country for service jobs. And now you can see whites are in the service jobs if they're lucky. In many cases, in many you're communities, get service from niggers, huh? Oh, what kind yeah. of service are you going to get? <laughs> Bad service. I mean, it, read, read the comments on Cursal today, or anywhere where you have a, uh, uh, where you get from the from the niggers' fingertips to your eyes, and you can see that they aren't in position to provide any kind of service. They don't know English. They're completely fucking illiterate. They they can. They've heard words, and they can sort of translate them into letters, but, I mean, they can't spell. When you're calling someone an asshole, and you're spelling it A-S-S-W-H-O-L-E, you're pretty much useless. Where are you going to find your files if you wanted someone like that to file something? Well, I've said you know, it before, I mean, and what, I'll, what I'll could say you it trust again. them beyond literally, like, cutting wood and, and, and drawing water? They're useless for industrial society. They're just basically talking apes. Yeah, well, nothing says fuck you like a nigger service representative. Oh, yeah. It's a good way to wake non-racists up, actually. They try to deal with them like a human, and they don't get dealt with in return like a human. There's a nigger, uh, a nigger in, in phone service. Everybody knows that the only nigger rule that Afro monkeys follow when they're on telephone customer service is get rid. their prime directive is get rid of this call as quickly as possible. Well, a lot of times they consider politeness a weakness, you see. White people don't understand that, that they're different. And you gotta—they're dealing with white people all day. It's very stressful for them because the niggers always have their phones turned off because they're not paying the bill. So well, white people everyone so who calls weird. them is white and expects to be dealt with like a human by someone in a rational, efficient manner, and uh, <laughs> it's the basis for a misunderstanding. And then the white—some of the white people are liberal or just naive, and they—they they, these suckers—they're uh, like, "Wow, I mean, that person treated me like a complete ape." You know, well, that's why the corporations switch to the polite. Uh, Britophile uh, Indians in Bombay and Bangalore and Delhi. Yes, that's that's right. White people are not so great either. Yeah, they don't know anything, but at least they attempt to. <laughs> yeah, be they don't know anything, but they're, they're not polite so as they tell you. Yeah. <laughs>
what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know, but I will talk to my manager. Please hold for five minutes. the living shit out of me. My, my father, when he was when he was old, and right before he died, he he ordered a five hundred dollar bookkeeping program there, and he had he put me on the phone. He said, "Craig, he are said, you got to talk kidding? to me." He says, "They think I'm drunk. They can't understand me." I said, "Okay, Dad, give us." <laughs> I don't know, Daddy O. Well, we have a, a Jewish group blasting Romney over launch. Uh, apparently, Republican Mitt Romney's choice of a museum honoring auto pioneer. And genius Henry Ford, uh, as the site of his presidential announcement, was strongly criticized Monday by Jewish Democrats who noted Ford's history of anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah. Henry Ford published the Dearborn Independent. Henry Ford knew the truth about Jews. Henry Ford, I believe, received an award from the Nazis. And Henry Henry Ford put together all kinds of factual information about the Jews, and it was published in his paper, The Dearborn Independent, and later as a series of books. And you can still sometimes find them. Uh, but uh, later he, he recanted because the Jews threatened him economically, and that's the way that the Jews operate. They, they threaten people behind the scenes that they're going to use their combined retail clout to, to fuck up their, uh, their money or their lifestyle. And that's what Jews are. But at the time he the wrote only those people things. who who res like and respect Jews are people who've never dealt with them, and almost any writer of any, of any intellectual substance whatsoever who treats with the Jewish question despises them. And like Voltaire, I mean, I would not be surprised if one day these people grew dangerous to the, threaten the entire world. That's what he said like 200 years ago, in the 1700s. I guess that ha has come to be, has it not? Oh, I would say so. Iran nuclear war. Very much. They, they lie about everything. I mean, no one ever... <laughs> they've been called, you know, the great masters of the lie. That's what Schopenhauer called them. Those, the white elite, whether in France, whether in, in Germ France, Germany, or England, the elite of the white nations has said exactly the same thing about Jews for 2,000 years. That they but our people no can understand. Because we project our thought system onto their... Uh Religion and their, yeah. their, their tribe, and we think that they're they're after truth and order and uh, and up and upness, the same that we are. No, they're not. No, and what we need to understand is that humans fall into subspecies, and uh, they're not the same thing. They don't think the same way, and they're at odds, and their interests are irreconcilable. And you sense that, like when you see a nigger, and it's the same with a Jew. They they have a different mentality. We're not the same. We are not the same. We are not equal. But see, the Christianity and and Christianity's political process, democracy encourage everyone to believe the myth of equality the most poisonous of lies and the result is all these horrible gang rapes and whatever we're pretending that, that these things are compatible they're not all the nigger does is is steal stuff and kill stuff and and fuck stuff it can't contribute to society and yet every official vector if you see an ad for the university of michigan why these groids are doing great things groid with a clipboard Groyd racing down the football field. Groyd going to the moon. Groyd standing in front of a blackboard with all kinds of fancy equations behind him. Making a flying no. saucer? We, we live in a, it's a fantasy world that's created by TV and government. Being victimized. That's the world we actually have to live in. God, how unfair is that? Yeah, well, we have uh, torture flights invading European airspace. Uh, the European Parliament has condemned member states which turn a blind eye to U.S. flights transporting prisoners for torture. 
It backed a report stating that so-called rendition flights by the CIA do exist and singled out the UK for colluding with the CIA in the transport of prisoners. The flights, yeah, which the, the European yeah. Parliament branded as an illegal instrument used by the US in the fight against terrorism, transport alleged terrorists to countries yeah. not bound by any human rights code for interrogation. See, this is another way the government has of getting around the law. It's just like I said, that the government can work with private, prop, private entities that are not beholden to the same laws or even international different countries that are not bound by the same laws and thereby obtain the information or people that it wants and have them treated the way it wants. And that's the way we do things. There are FBI agents now in all major countries of the world, and the FBI is a national federal force. They're not supposed to be all over the international world. So these jets crisscrossing uh, the planet to, to yeah, take right. these people to torture cells like this one guy we've documented and, and this is he, he's a German national. He's a Muslim but he's a German national and he was picked up uh, coming through New York airport because his name was uh, Khalid or El Khalid something like that uh, similar to El Masri who, who was a terrorist who was killed, so-called terrorist. He's just an Arab uh, uh, nationalist, really. But anyway, uh, they, they put this guy in a cell. They put diapers on him, transport him around, kept for months, uh, uh, you know, stick things up his ass, do everything. It's just unbelievable. And get this, they fly him around in, uh, you know, multi-million dollar small jets, you know, Lear jets or Gulfstream. Gulfstream's not a small one, but it's a $60 million jet or something. This is what they're doing. And they can do it to you next. They did it in Solzhenitsyn's uh, country, uh, Bolshevik uh, Jewish religion did, and they're going to do it to white people next. And we're going to continue to talk about stories that interweave with this later in this Goy fire. But uh, it, it's phenomenal that this occurs, and white Americans will not stop their government. They just simply will not. And, and, and this flies in the face of everything you're supposed to be against torture, except Dershowitz supports it, of course. So this is Dershowitz's plan, in effect, and working. Yeah, it says here, the report, which follows a year-long inquiry, said more than a thousand secret CIA flights have flown to, into European airspace or stopped over at European airports since the 9-11 terror attack. This, this was a year-long study by the this European Parliament in Strasbourg ages, yeah. Over a thousand. So how many are going worldwide? That could be in the, the tens of thousands. It's, it's really quite something. And uh, these torture techniques, a lot of them are, are, are uh, from Israel, too. The Israelis have perfected a lot of these. In fact, there, there have been a number of stories that Israelis actually harbor uh, organs from, from uh, uh, people who, who perish in Israeli prisons. That one article you stated was pretty pretty good, where they put them in tires and beat them with wire cables, mm -hmm. uh, put them in uh, underground cells. Three feet wide, six feet deep, and seven feet high. And uh, one guy, he said he saw the sun twice in four or five months, something like that. You now, what I found interesting was he was supposedly in the Palestinian section of a Syrian military jail. Now, why would Syria cooperate with uh, Israeli and, and American that particular That particular fellow had had problems with the Syrian government before he became unnaturalized in, in uh, Canada. And uh, they knew that by allowing Syria to take him over, I guess Syria, although they are in Lebanon and uh, they're absolutely Israel's enemy, you know, 
on another level, they'll kowtow in some respects on minor things to the American government in the so-called war on international terrorism if they think they can get a few uh, crumbs or something of cooperation from what they want with the U.S. That's the only I can figure that. The other fellow was actually taken to an Afghani prison that was controlled by Americans. And there are many more of them other than these. And major human rights groups, even leftists, agree with us on this. And so the convergence of leftists, uh, con uh, leftists more and more figuring out Zionism and speaking against Israel is a big problem. And Paula Zahn was on a, a big interview on the forum this week. We implanted her video, and she interviewed Christopher Boylan, who was the uh, American free press writer who was attacked in his own home by Homeland Security. It's clear that there is a great deal of Zionist influence in the United States government today. At the time of the attacks, for example, the Comptroller at the Pentagon, Doug Zakheim, Rabbi Doug Zakheim, and Michael Chertoff is in charge of criminal investigation. He's now Director of Homeland Security. And the United States government, since George Bush came to power, has followed the Zionist agenda to the letter. And that the Israeli game plan for the Middle East calls for the balkanization of countries in the Middle East, like Iraq. That is to say, to break Iraq into smaller countries, which is, which is what we're seeing today with all the sectarian violence, much of which I think is also false flag terror. And I do believe that the, the U.S. government has uh, cooperated willingly with the Zionist agenda in the Middle East because of the uh, Zionist influence in in the U.S. government and in the Republican Party. And the Zionist influence we're talking about today in the state of Israel, since Ariel Sharon has been Prime Minister and now with Ehud Olmert, is basically the sons and daughters of the Irgun. They're the sons and the daughters of, of the most militant wing of the vision of science. And unfortunately, these people have employed terror in the past since the 1940s, and uh, terrorism is uh, a fact of life in the Middle East, primarily because that's their design. And uh, she cited some survey that one in three Americans, I guess, is a uh, hip to Zionism, something like that. So Americans are figuring out, figuring it out, and in large measure because of our efforts. And when I say ours, I don't just mean VNN and Goyfar. I just mean the whole right-wing movement in the United States and Europe. Speaking of the right-wing movement mm -hmm. in the U.S., we have a neo-Nazi rally that was organized by FBI informant. Paid FBI informant was the man behind a neo-Nazi march through the streets of Paramore that stirred up anxiety in Orlando's blank, black community and fears of racial unrest that triggered a major police mobilization. The revelation came Wednesday in an unrelated federal court hearing and has prompted outrage from black leaders, some of whom demand an investigation into whether the February 2006 march was itself an event staged by law enforcement agencies. Hmm, curious. They paid this guy $20,000 over two years, actually below the federal guideline for poverty. And his name was David Gletty. He was 39 years old. And he actually applied for the permit in Orlando. And uh, Orlando spent a lot on SWAT team. Of course, they have to gin all this stuff up. A actually, at all of these rallies, the white nationalists are the ones most likely to be victimized. 
and yet they fly helicopters over with automatic weapons and put guards up in towers with, with automatic weapons and, and exotic camera gear. And when I say exotic, I mean like Hollywood level. And it's all over. It's splayed all over the place. They're very fascinating. You should show up at some of them, uh, other white people listening. because They're a lot of fun. But anyway, uh, Gladie was there, and, uh, and all people say he's not an FBI agent, but he's an agent of an agent. He's a de facto agent, and <laughs> the, the federal resources are behind him. So that's what the state yeah, I never are. heard of the guy. Mm-hmm. How old is he? 39. And, that's right. Uh, said that. Yeah, he, he was known in uh, he was known in NSM. And when I say known, I mean um, they knew who he was. As a matter of fact, he gave a speech in which he said that they have to have a, something like heal a, a racial the, the divide before Orlando. And, and Bill White said he, he pulled him aside after that speech and said, don't ever give a speech like that again. <laughs> That's why they put the I in FBI. Yeah, well, the ADL is quoted here. It's one of the largest extremist groups in the country, and Getty yeah. was one of the most vis- visible individuals in the National yeah. Socialist Movement. Said Andy Rosencrantz, a state regional director. Yeah, and Orlando's one of the, the biggest ADL. two cities in the United States per capita, too. And the ADL also had a plant at uh, Elohim City and knew that, uh, uh, not the ADL, pardon me, the SPLC, and knew that the bombing was going to occur. And, and these are from documents obtained by Jesse Trentadu and his lawyer and, and uh, reported by uh, uh, J.D. Cash in, in an Oklahoma paper. So these things are known, and uh, they're going to be more and more revealed. So you can't help but wonder if the SPLC, FBI, uh, and the, or the ADL uh, uh, insisted that since these Nazis are coming to Orlando, it's like going to Skokie, Illinois or something. But now to find out that the FBI led the whole effort, that's quite something. That's why they put the I in FBI. For me, yeah. I, I think, again, it, it just shows that the government agencies are involved in undermining white nationalist activity. Mm-hmm. And people yeah, who don't believe up, that yeah. or think that that's far-fetched are fools. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think everybody knows that. It's just a question of, of... Now, I mean, you know, Rounder's attitude there, he said that on the forum is, you know, help. If they get involved in contributing money and whatever, I mean, if you're not doing something illegal, there's not really a problem. And if you're not a fool, you know what you can talk about with who, and, and you, <laughs> there, there's probably a lot of things you can't talk about with anybody. You know, three can keep a secret if two of them are dead. I mean, even apart from infiltration or anything. Well, you know, the, the, the white FBI itself. and... We were just hey, talking let, about let it. They, 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 if they're going to throw in money to, to advance this shit, I don't see how they're furthering their goals. It, it's, but, it, you know, you, you should be able to tell if people talking to you if they're trying to get stuff out of you or whatever, then, you know, that's a pretty powerful sign. They are, definitely, there are infiltrators. They infiltrated and, the, 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 the nigger civil rights movement in, in the 1960s, and 20, 30, 40 years later, in, in every decade, uh, that movement is the hero, the darling of, of, of media. Is the reverse going to be true? If after this inf- infiltration in 10, 20, 30, 40 years, I hope so, but it won't be because of the current government. Will whites be yeah. the heroes? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people talk about how they stood for white civil rights at a time when it wasn't popular and there was a price to be paid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, again, the, the counterpart here is the ADL keeping files on tens of thousands of innocent people and groups, and the ADL being the group that trains the FBI. And and the FBI being the group that would do things like make false letterhead and try to set one against another, trying to. S- this is why white nationalists, especially leaders, have to be really 
above board and honest because uh, there are people trying to stir up shit and, and set people at odds who ought to be on the same team. So you have to maybe swallow twice before saying nasty stuff about people, even if you think you don't like them. You, you have to, the bias has to be towards getting along with people and making common front even with people you don't really like as long as they are ideolog ideologically correct. That is, they, they're anti-Jew and they're pro-white. They identify the Jew as the, the main obstacle to white liberation. And they are overtly pro-white, not any kind of pro-Western conservative crap stuff, but racial. So, uh, I, I don't mean conservative so much as I mean Western heritage. Or Any time you hear the word heritage, you're pretty much hearing the voice of weakness. There's nothing technically wrong with heritage, but when you make that number one, it's like you're saying, I don't dare fight at my strong point. My point is I want white people living in a white land for white people. You know, it, it's not your fucking heritage. I mean, that's part of it, but that's not what you lead with. You defend yourself from your strong point. It's a racial thing. Jews ain't white. Niggers ain't white. Mexicans ain't white. Fuck them. Down with them. Up with us. We're the good guys. And they certainly and if, know that you're not Mexican or, or, or nigger or Jew. They certainly have a high cognizant of that. And they have groups al aligned and arranged to protect their own interests. So don't say we can't do it. You know, and and if if they do, and they you, you have to, it's a gunfight, and the race is the gun. You can't use a pea shooter of heritage or or sons of veterans or other crap like that, or anything neutral or individualist or or yeah, which is what fairness is. They aren't going for neutrality; they're going for black pride, leading to black power. They're not. They're not. Jews aren't going for equality. They're going for Jewish superiority, Jewish domination. And they say that among themselves, and if you question them, they'll say, yeah, we, we did it, and look what we did to the Nazis. They'll admit it. They won't admit it in public where it, it makes a little bit of sense for them to kind of deny it and keep the universalist guys at the cover story. But among well, themselves, yeah, sure, they love it. Yeah, we dominate well, the media. So what? Ben Stein, Jews dominate Hollywood. So what? Well, so what? Well, so what? The so what's on the TV screen. <laughs> it's on the cable screen. It's in the newspapers. It's on the big screen. It's bouncing off the satellites. It's infecting your kid's head if you let him watch it. Now, that's the so what of it. So what is the emasculated white male straight from the Jew's mind into your mind via television, right? Yeah, role model. Uh -huh. I would like to invite Goyfire listeners all across the world, especially in the United States, to please contact us and, and tell us, the uh, Mexican or the Asian or, or the Negro organizations which are uh, established to preserve white culture. Because uh, there, <laughs> there are a whole lot of white yeah, groups yeah. Who, who, which exist and slavishly fall all over these minor minorities to preserve and enhance and, uh, you know, amplify their cultures. But So please tell, tell us... Where are the minority groups in this world or in the United States which are exist, existing for the purpose of helping our culture? Excellent point. What yeah. did the niggers ever do for us? Like that uh, Duke alum who uh, was funding the rape house on Duke's campus. Yeah, yeah. The billionaire. Uh, yeah. And that wasn't an NBA player behind that house. That was... Yeah, the the Quas billionaires are really some leaders, aren't they? Are they really... Uh, <laughs> Card. No, one, no wonder the TV ads are oh, as we've been talking about. Good Corporate God. governance. Yep. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Well, on another note, we have this C-A, was it C-A-L-E-A, -E which stands for C 
Communications Assistance for Law Enforcement Act uh, coming down the chute. This is apparently a act that will allow the government to monitor Skypey communications. God, they need to get one with an acronym like Dickhead. <laughs> you know, so I, I get so tired of reading this crap. Basically, they do, the Jewish attitude is any two whites talking privately anywhere is a conspiracy, a hate conspiracy, and and ought to be outlawed, or and they ought to they ought to know about it beforehand. That that that's you know it really is. This is a similar thing to the um, Israeli telecommunications group, which was essentially in charge of White House communications. And uh, Alex talked about everything that Jews do puts puts it divides people. It divides men from women, and it divides class from class. And and it just it it really is like the way they treat Palestine is the way they treat us in America, you know, they want to break everything up, they want to run their army through the middle of it, they don't want you talking to anybody, they don't want us doing the Skoy fire here, they, they want the right to know what is being said everywhere at any time. Because, you know, there's a lot of anti-Semitism out there. So they have the right to eavesdrop on everybody, because there's a lot of anti-Semitism out there. And, and that, that mentality, if you know the mentality, you know exactly what it's going to lead to, how it will manifest itself in law and action. And basically, Jews hate all non-Jews, and work to fuck up their societies as best they can. So, you what know? this act will do is it, it requires internet servers to immediately provide to the federal government wiretaps well, yeah. of a voice-activated protocol, which yeah. is what Skype and MSN Messenger are. Jews' and favorite so verb is must. Mm -hmm. Must right. everything. You must. You must. You must. You must. You must. You must but codified to law. Must allow us access to it. You must. You know they're always, always telling you what you must do. And so this this law took effect February twelfth, and now the uh, FCC can send out letters of non-compliance to uh, those server companies which uh, don't have the ability to do this, and it cost I guess around a hundred thousand dollars to implement this kind of uh, ability. Uh, so all, then they can just pick up the phone and say, okay, according to this, uh, this act, the uh, Kalea Act, C-A-L-E-A, -E Communications Assistance for Law Enforcement Act. Uh, yeah, these guys have been talking, uh, uh, Aegis and, and uh, uh, Craig Cobb and Alex Linder, can you give us the transcripts? And uh, they have to provide them. Yeah, well, they say here it was first passed by Congress in 1994 to surveil digital and wireless communication. So I guess that was email and uh, mobile phones or cell phones. And now they've expanded it to include uh, voice over IP. So, mm -hmm. And this has the added and, benefit for Jews of knocking yeah. out small server companies, a, a guy with a you know, $7,000 server who has his business or a guy who's selling uh, uh, you know, neighborhood satellite to his neighbors. This knocks them out of the business, and therefore, uh, thereby consolidating power, communications power. And there you go back to the Forbes 400 list of uh, yeah, exactly. Jew billionaires. Exactly, and like Comcast is headed by a Jew. And keep in mind the the VOIP, which is becoming a big thing now, as we tape this in what February of 2007. The, the big VP Vonage, I believe, is owned by an is an Israeli firm, and they advertise all over the place. And it's pretty anti-white advertising, using the dumb blonde meme and, and the, the white nerd geek meme. A good point about the consolidation, though. I mean, their, their idea is to, to get rid of the competition. And, and it's a kind of a private way to consolidate 
political control over stuff, although it doesn't appear to be overtly political, but it is, because they can set up their own terms of service, and, and you got nowhere to go but through them. They can claim whatever they don't like is hate. Yeah, and, 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 and we're a very small response to them. We are the other side. I mean, we're... we're, we're we are the contrarians, and, and we're so small, and still making great progress on the Internet worldwide, uh, in, in spite of not having broadcast facilities as they do uh, to, to beat people over the head and, and in their, yeah. you know, right in the center of their brains for the rest of their lives. By the way, in this thread, I, I uh, looked up some of the pictures of all the assistants of the FCC commissioners. It's really humorous to me. Here's, here's one. Uh, uh, a lot of niggers, uh, a lot of minorities. Uh, here's one, Carolyn Conyers. She's the confidential assistant to uh, one of the commissioners. And she's got a, a, a big, a loud hair, hairstyle and, and hairdressing. And several Jews are assistants here. One of them, her picture is uh, Jessica Rosenworcel. She, she's in several pictures on the Internet going around talking. Here's, here's one, a, a nigger male. Uh, oh. Rudy Brio, she says, Rudy has served yeah, as an Lord. international monitor of the South African Truth and Reconciliation Commission. <laughs> so these are the uh, federal wow. people who you've let uh, barge into your government. Here's one, Elisa Anigris. She has a, a, a BFA in studio art and a minor in art history, working at the FCC. Wow, there's quite a resume, huh? Yeah, it really so. is a global conspiracy, uh, just as we saw with uh, Zondel being deported from Canada at the best of these shadow or pretty much open too nowadays it is open yeah it's then you like have these feel any need reason. to hide it yeah mm -hmm. then you have these south african bureaucrats being shuttled in to monitor the fcc here i guess he wasn't he's not going to be thrown out on immigration violations anytime soon what is this bruce leanne gottlieb you're seeing more and more of this uh this hybrid jew asian mhm mm uh, well, this guy, yeah. he, he shouldn't just him. He went to Harvard just like uh, uh, Obama Barack's father did. You know, the, the, the guy with the, like to drink black label and crashed and has two iron legs before he crashed and killed him. Yeah, Craig, you know I saw on... Uh, uh, Iraq Saddama? Yeah, well, his, yeah, his dad went to Harvard. Well, you didn't go to Harvard, did you, Alex? I didn't go to Harvard. I didn't I go mean, to Harvard, no. No. I, I saw... Uh, not, not qualified. Stephen Colbert's uh, show where he's like a mock Bill O'Reilly, and he did something up, and I think it was either, I think it was Harvard, straight up Harvard. I don't think it was a business school, but it might have been. But, yeah, they've got it completely, uh, their, their little model New World Order elite, complete where, you know, <laughs> if you see a white male, it's probably a fag, <laughs> and maybe one or two that aren't, and the rest are all colored and female, mm -hmm. all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and they're ready to bring on the New World Order Globally yeah, there's enforced. another one here. Yeah, look, look at this one here. Her name is Diana Hoon, and it said she received her education in Hong Kong. Tamika Jones, Rudy yeah. Brio, Brioche. Rudy Brioche. Yeah. I thought a Brioche was like a... Diana Hoon? Yeah, well, it really is. It's the, the fleshing out of the bureaucracies with foreigners and people that they can use whose own position or own reality is anti-white. Exactly. And uh, just wait around. You don't have much longer to wait, people. Just wait around. <laughs> I hope I live to see it. I'm the oldest one here. I hope I live to see it. Because uh, I see it now. You can't see it yet. I see it. Linder sees it. Yeah, Linda these people it. are paid a lot of money, and they don't do a hell of a lot. No, I mean the whole demise of the United States. Because it's coming. It's already happened in the Southwest. Transformation. It's happened in New York Greg, City. We're transforming. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, there was that radiation story in New York City. I thought that was amusing. Radiation. They, they, they were flying over in helicopters for a homeland security sweep. And guess what started uh, pinging when they flew over the uh, Israeli embassy? <laughs> really? <laughs> no shit. That is a good one. Uh, it was off the charts. Ping, ping, ping. And off the charts. They probably just have a few <laughs> set backpack nukes down in the basement. Nothing serious. Of course, the uh, workers there had no comment, and there, there went that story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do more on that. Let's I look didn't that see up. that one. Yeah, what well, we have here also, the White Patriot leader in the news. Uh, there's a thread on uh, VNN Forum which documents all of the mainstream media response it's been getting. So, uh, I don't know, Alex, you're a little bit more in the know. Uh, how our distribution? Well, I'm not that much in the know on that. Um, I did write an article in it. I think what uh, we we're into the tens of thousands of copies. I don't know how many we've done, but I know that there are still I think some left. And then he has got an incredibly good deal on printing it and uh, also on mailing out large orders of it. So go to vnnform.com and ask Glenn about it. But I know it's been reported on at least in uh, Kentucky. I think DeMonica put some out. I think all you need to know about the White Patriot Leader is it's a, ma- it's a magic newspaper because wherever it lands on a driveway, a soccer mom finds it and is incensed, wherever in the whole continental United States. And that's quite a magic thing. When you think yeah, this is the best paper we've done yet. I mean, it's, it's uh, layout-wise, and it's got a lot of uh, interesting stuff in it. it says, yeah, it's, uh, it's kryptonite to the supermen and women of the Qua. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> they just dwindle. Yeah, a lot of times they'll report it on the local TV and they'll report it in the uh, local newspaper. The fact that someone put out a paper that runs against the party line, it it says that blacks and whites are... They still have the right to do it, the legal right. It's just a... It's against the democracy cult. Why don't they arrest these people? You people listening, you should realize, you you, you have to realize that democracy is a cult. You know, go and vote. It doesn't matter who you vote for. Just vote. Get a vote. Vote or die. You know, it's just this absolute insistent. Why are they so insistent? Go participate in a system that makes a joke out of you. Yeah, put your time on the the sacrifice altar and sacrifice that time for the belief in X, Y, Z. It really is an age of idiocracy. Already here. Well, well, I saw saw Lieberman. (laughs) Mr. Lieberman, speaking of democracy, was a... Uh, highly pissed off at Putin saying that uh, the United States is trying to control the world. So you see, democracy does work, Mr. Lieberman, uh, the one U.S. senator who was willing to say something about that. Back yeah, to the Cold democracy. War, I think Lieberman said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're still they're still hot about Putin. There's no doubt about it, because he busted some of their Jewish colleagues. Yeah, so there's Putin I. and there's the European Parliament talking about Russians. it. Yeah, so it's not just. It's not, it's not just us. There, there are other whites in the world who perceive it and who are in positions of power. Well, let, let's hope. We, we don't know what's driving him, but he seems to have made some of the right actions. Like they say, watch what he does, not what he says. Well, he gave and missiles he, to Iran, too. When you're throwing yeah, Jewish billionaires in jail, you're, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're, but you're taking Goyfire and putting it in action. Uh, because the, the, the friends of the, those, those powerful kikes don't like that, and they have a lot of ways of making their displeasure felt. Well, Russia is now the the largest producer in the world of natural gas, and I think the fifth is it is it fifth or seventh? I think fifth largest of oil, and so uh, they're in a far better position in that sense than the United States is. 
and, and Americans should begin to face that. Yeah. Now, uh, the thing is, though, he his time is up in a, in about six months. So then it'll revert back to the democratic process, and who knows who the Jews have to shoot for that one? They're they're not they're going to be taking that vote very seriously. So. The only question is is how far the the other secret agencies in in Russia have have rigged the candidates in their favor. Mm -hmm. And he's he's out on term limits in I think six to eight months. So for Russia for, uh, is up for grabs. For people who aren't white nationalists and listen to Goyfar, there are some white nationalists in in the United States were pretty much recognized as being ahead on theory of white nationalism or the theory of white unity in, on the planet, although we're, we're far behind in electoral politics and far behind in violence in dealing with uh, uh, this parasite on our backs. But anyway, uh, a lot of people think Mother Russia will be the place eventually where white people will be able to uh, make our stand and have a huge continent because the United States is a, a dwindling. I, I personally think whites will only get a few Midwestern, North Central states at best. Because uh, if it comes as a South Africa, they'll just be fleeing the countries, or whites in Rhodesia and all these uh, various African uh, bigger places where, where they built huge farms. They just had to flee, and they got murdered. And it's really happening. What we talk about every week on Goyfire, it's happening in the United States, and it's being squelched by Jewish media as it was in the Duke rape case and in Shannon Christians. And so the next level of enjoyment is uh, get out of here. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. the way I see it, I think the Jews have extremely ambitious plans, but ultimately they're going to bankrupt the country, and then they're going to be put on ice, all of these plans, and any places that are majority white will pretty like the Ukraine will remain white, and uh, the rest of the country will fall apart till there's a Soviet-type situation, um, and the Jews... How far are we from that now? I mean, we've, we talk about this... Their flights, their monitoring, they have no fly, you cannot come back in when you're a citizen. All these things we talk about every week. What is that if not a Soviet uh, Jewish system? Yeah, well, they're, they're right now at the height of their power. Perhaps it's even dwindled a bit because, but we're heading, because communism doesn't work. Uh, we're heading to, to economics, because economics is reality. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we are heading to bankruptcy. And then, it, I, this again, it could last decades. Mm -hmm. uh, look at Russia. Um, they were bankrupt more or less after World War II. And uh, they they continued on in their horrific and anti-reality way uh, 70 or, or 60 plus years. So, Which is a brief time in the span of history, too. Well, that's true. Yeah, a couple generations. But, but it's yeah, long enough your children and grandchildren of the people listening and, and yourselves will uh, experience a lot of unpleasantness unless you take action. Yeah, well, Jane, yeah. you said we didn't have enough Jew stories, so we have your unorthodox banking ad offends Jews. Mm -hmm. Right. A main credit union whose newspaper app was blasted as grossly anti-Semitic by Jewish advocates apologized profusely yesterday we're using a picture of a stereotypical bearded moneylender to depict a banking fee bandit. This is like the Ditech Jew. What about the Ditech Jew? Here's oh, your loan. About, Here's your yeah. loan application. 
Yeah, the ad is designed well, right as, as a wanted poster depicting the fee bandit wearing a black hat, dark jacket, glasses, <laughs> and a bushy beard and sideburns dress associated with many orthodox Jews. Yeah. you got to come and see this picture on the forum. Maybe it's funny. It looks Shall like a... Yeah, it's, it's fine. I don't recall anyone bitching when Capital One did that still-running series about Vikings and, and uh, credit cards and, and high interest rates. Because, I mean, who more associated with credit cards and usury than Vikings? You know how they used to pull up in their long boats and leap out with their swords and force the local population to take high-interest loans? <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, charming and polite, the fee bandit smiles as he takes your money. Weighs big me. and small, late fees, overbalance fees, just because he can fees, the ad reads. <laughs> he looks like the new Jew Federal Reserve uh, uh, guy. What's his ben Bernanke. His beard and everything. Yeah, there he is with the beard and everything and his tip, tip of the hat. They charge Goy's an extra .025 for being anti-Semites. <laughs> yeah, add on a little... Uh, yeah, now this is actually an ad that works. But we're not anti-Semites. We love Hezbollah. They have to make up for the additional mental stress endured in giving a loan to a goy. So they add on a little hate fee. Yeah, earlier this month the newspaper apologized for publishing an ad touting a sermon by a Baptist minister titled The Only Way to Destroy the Jewish Race. The newspaper called called the incident an oversight and said safeguards had been put in place to make sure it didn't happen again. And it says this word "wanted" is Jewish typography. I don't know. It doesn't look like it doesn't look Jewish to me. Fines are doubled where tapeworms are at work. No, where tentworms are at work, because oh, yeah, they're a special would, class of people. That would be funny taking a Hebraic font and putting "wanted." We, we, we need some of our Photoshop guys to have a, a tapeworm coming out of this guy's uh, face, a little wiggling, three-foot-long, not tape, a guinea worm. Jews and guinea worms go together, in my opinion, you know, just like Jews and niggers are, are the stormtroopers and, and the uh, intellectuals who facilitate them. I like that. Yeah. yeah, but you could just imagine these Jews frantically scanning newspapers around the world for oversights. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, they're the, they're the monitors of the world's... Uh... Listen, I want to tell you guys, I have a friend over here. He's in law school, okay? And when these articles about me broke over here on the TV show, I won't go into too much detail, but essentially he was ostracized uh, merely because he had made some comments about uh, trying to hip his friends to uh, worldwide Judaism and Zionism. And then with the totality of the articles being revealed about me, and he'd been seen, you know, socializing with me, and uh, essentially his career at this university has been uh, uh, very much cut short, and he was in position to teach there, and it's very problematic. And so I, I was shocked to hear this because we're in a white European country, but how far-reaching that this uh, control of white people's consideration of the, the, the tribe which is plaguing us has gone reached but this is what happened in Europe in World War II so really it's just uh, now with modern technology and communications it's coming to the fore and with the internet they can't stop us that easily hey Craig I know CNN was trying to reach you I don't know uh, yeah they one of their agents did here and they said they're going to talk I've been practicing some Russian and uh, uh, Kievsky helped me Rob and uh, my friends here too 
to say the well, Jews are the scourge of the world and uh, no Jews just right in uh, Russian. But yeah, they're going to talk. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. But what but, is it? Uh, I'm sorry. What is what? What do you know? What it is? What is it? Say it in Cyrillic. Uh, actually, I had to. Uh, it, it turns out I l learned Ukrainian, and I had, and Kievsky and I were just talking yesterday. And he said, <laughs> some of that's Ukrainian, <laughs> so there are a lot of things I have to learn over here. Uh, I, I can't. I don't want to botch it for Goyfar. I could edit it in. He just said he wanted. Yidsky. Da. Yes, Moscow. I mean, it, it really da, is. Da da uh, da. Da da Well, there's an interest Yet in this because you see. Da da da. <laughs> they they claim there's a skinhead program, uh, problem here in Estonia, and they've outlawed the public display of uh, both the hammer and sickle and the swazi. So, uh, and and in Russia, of course, people may not may or may not know, but there's I think now like a hundred thousand skinheads, and these are youth, and they go around, they they beat up niggers. There, there was a we had a video on the forum of one they gave him Mr. Bojangles' leg. They destroyed the area of his brain. Violence is never the solution. Yeah, right. Tell the Jews that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> violence uh, in history is the solution. Violence so solved Hitler. <laughs> yeah. It will solve the you, you dirty neos too. <laughs> yeah, those powerless dirty neos who just uh, quack all over the world on the internet and get in prison for five years. Yeah, yeah, we're really a threat. And we have all our automatic weapons and our jets and our uh, lasers and uh, everything else. Our, uh, yeah, that's right. And we're going to fly in there and we're going to... We don't yeah, have our, power. Our secret power. flights all around yeah. the world, yeah. Yeah. So this is how bad it is. And what gets me is, uh, you know, I'm rambling a little bit, but it's not right that they're flying these muzzies around in private jets on a one-man basis and only paying the neo-Nazis below the poverty line to get FBI neo-Nazi uh, agents. That's just not fair. That shows how much did they disrespect us. Think about wow. it. Yeah, well, Except CNN Moscow. Speakers. So I guess uh, you've become a household name. People here do recognize me, but I'm just glad to have a little bit of time uh, to tell, you know, it, it gets out. The young people, uh, oh, look, white males here come up and shake my hand. It's a small country, you know. Oh, That's wow, really? That's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> there, there, there's one, the most famous singer in the country. I've seen his face on the, on the cover of the newspapers here. He's an old man. He's like in his mid-70s. and he's, he's an opera singer, and he comes and he starts shaking my hand. He won't let go for like 40 seconds. And uh, he, he didn't speak Excellent. English, but, yeah. Yeah, but see, that's the great thing about making a political stand. Even yeah. if you have 90% of people against you, 10% is going to be for you, and yeah. emphatically so. Well, you no, make friends around overnight. Here. It's yeah. all, I would say it's closer to 90 for me and 10 against or for our position. But yeah. the interesting thing, people like us, look, I lived through all this in the United States for 40 years. I lived through it, and I lived in multi-cult cities the most of my life. And, and I experienced it firsthand, and that's the same as a lot of people on the forum and people who are finally reacting. They just said, I've had enough. And uh, what do I have to lose? A lot of us are baby boomers. What do we have to lose? You know, it's like the George Carlin said, you know, they fucked us in the ass for 35 years and then telling us if we don't like it, we're ungrateful and we're bad people. <laughs> Come on. Exactly. You, know, we, we, you have nothing to lose but the chafe, and you uh, win the true elite. I'm sensing that your ass is a little bit sore from that giant red, white, and blue dildo that's been rammed yeah. up. <laughs> that's what Carlin says. You know, they're not some of these comedians. As you know, comedians make good dramatic actors, and uh, that's because yeah, there's a fine yeah. line between reality. Yeah. And Craig, maybe it's I've reached you know an an age where I was raised very anti-hippie and, and conservative bourgeois type, but you come to appreciate that, man. You know. Uh, 
some of these old leftist hippies are a little they're not so scared of being a little bit outside of the lines like like a lot of these Fox News faggots. Yeah. Flaggots. Yeah, yeah they don't take it up me. the ass with a straight face. Yeah, you're like you. you what we're doing, monkeys. Why, why is what we're doing so less respectful than what Stuart Smalley, the Jew, is doing, running for the United States Senate? You know, what are his big fucking qualifications? <laughs> I'm you know, good enough, me. and my nose is hooked enough, and <laughs> I started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is what we do. You know, we're, we're willing to talk about it, and uh, you know, I feel lucky that I'm willing to talk about it. I really do. It took me a long time to come around to it, but although I supported George Wallace when I was a young, uh, uh, tw- um, pardon me, a young man in high school. Uh, because even he at that time was saying things that essentially white people are being disempowered. He was saying it way back then. And, and way back then it was just as obvious, except niggers were more under control and Jews did not have the, the, the fount of power as they have now. But uh, we lived through it, and, and, and in many cases uh, we got screwed by it, and we have the right to say something. And if they don't like it, they can come and kill us, which is probably the next level. And Solzhenitsyn's talked about it. It's, it happened in this country and... and yeah, oh, yeah. The, the Jewish communists, they were culture. extremely uh, fixated on sure. on emigre groups that criticized that great experiment that they were carrying out. Yeah, uh, and even now, when they all criticize us, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, but but we're yeah. bad. Don't remember. Oh, don't yeah. They, we're they, the bad guys. Yeah, we're the bad guys. Down, yeah, they hunted down the Mensheviks. They tr- hunted down the Trotskyites. Yeah. And they hunted down the, the white Russian immigrant groups. They were extremely uh, concerned that people would know what they were doing over there. And at the same time, they had their big lie machine uh, clicked on overdrive with all of the intellectual circles. Yeah. It, was, it was literally a Jew who killed the Tsar's family and all his beautiful daughters. That was literally a Jew. They know who he was now. And, you know, yeah, he was a used sulfuric acid to get rid of the corpses. Yep. But at the same time, they had Lenin up, uh, you know, entombed, mm-hmm. uh, and and Stalin as well. So you could, embalmed, you could always visit the body. And wasn't the Schiff family, the Schiffs, Alex, the New York banking family, who financed the Bolshevik revolution, sent Schiffs massive and Warburgs, yeah, Schiffs and massive Warburgs. sums of money. So so when somebody sends Alex American Linder politicians, 50 bucks, yeah, you know he he's the, he's the, the Al devil Gore. incarnate. Yeah, Al Gore. Which, which American? Exactly. Which American? Yeah, Bing. I didn't even get the question out. You're the winner. <laughs> which American politico marry, had his daughter marry into that Jewish commie capitalist uh, empire of of rape and murder and big bucks? Why Al Gore? His daughter married a shift of that very same family. Yeah, the Russian Revolution came out of the Lower East Side, New York. And Ted Kennedy, who helped you get your 1965 immigration law that put all these uh, weirdos on the streets from all over the world, uh, it was his dad who was trading liquor with the Bronfman family, the Jewish family across the uh, American Great Lakes in speedboats in the uh, the 20s. And uh, now you've gotten that. I think Bronfman was or just is the head of the World Jewish Congress, and he was the head of Emet, E-M-E-T, the word for Hebrew, along with Les, Lex West, Wexner, uh, the owner of Victoria's Secrets, uh, they got this whole Iraq war going way before anybody ever heard about it. They had the whole prospectus on it privately, floating it with all their billions of dollars. So buy your Victorian secrets, ladies. Yeah, why isn't it Shoshana's secrets? <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to know what the secret is. <laughs> I didn't hear you what you said for a minute. Far, far away. <laughs> 
Yes, they could have a whole new line of bed sheets. They could have a lot of hook note out there on the runway model. That would be a show, wouldn't it? Barbara Streisand posted it. Beauty, beauty incarnate. Yeah, well, Monica this gore progeny is, is, is given light I read, a, what was it, like a neo-feminist article from this uh, gore progeny, mm. and I, I just couldn't believe it. She's, she's held up, of course, in high esteem in the uh, mm. New York circles. Well, it yeah. ain't going to get better, so just keep uh, hunkered down in your little white towns and wait it out. You better have your AK ready. They're coming. I tell you, that shit's already here. Yeah. Whether it's well, the illiterate niggers on the Kirksville blog or the handcuffed Mexican murderers being marched through town, I think you could say that even in 90% plus white small town America, the shit is here. The stains What about spread. the millions of, of Mexicans on the street last uh, April? I thought that was so funny. I watched for, I think it was two and a half or three days before anyone, anybody on TV would mention the Mexican flags. Talk about... It, not it, acknowledging that, that woke people up. That shit woke people up because they had even in small town. Uh, I, I knew a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, you know, who was uh, making a delivery in one of those. And there's like ten thousand Mexicans marching through the middle of uh, like some little Nebraska town, wow. where where you you couldn't get ten thousand people to it. You know, <laughs> Jesus too coming to an open air revival. Yeah, <laughs> you know, in, in our country, we got the FBI agents organized in thirty whites in Orlando, Jew, Florida. There you go. That's a proper comparison versus yeah, yeah. million illegals operating under La Raza banner. And underpaying the motherfucker. 10,000 a year below the poverty line. Come on, FBI. You can do better than that. Give us a little bit of respect. We, we need respect just like the niggers. We, we need some respect. We, we got nothing out of the current system. You, you white people listening to this ought to understand. We get nothing. We are third-class citizens. We're mocked on TV. We're overtaxed. And our money is used to grow colonies of niggers and Mexicans. And to sustain Jewish social workers and Jewish liars in the various uh, government schools around the country, and the, the, these kikes are training all of our uh, people with guns in their bogus ideologies, and threatening all of us and trying to take our guns and our right to speak away, as we've heard this very goy fire, throw us in jail for describing what they're up to. Alex, they had an FBI agent here over in the consulate saying, in, in Tallinn, Estonia, saying they're aware that I'm here. Fuck you. If I were a Jew, they'd say, oh, Mr. Mr. Jew's a legitimate businessman, and, and he's, he's legally here. Yeah. And, uh, we don't have any comment. They wouldn't they'd march the to protect his not right. Say it right there. It would be the fucking consul himself. Well, sure. Well, we got an FBI agent here in Kirksville. Mm -hmm. And, then, you know, he was conferring with the district attorney. And the local keeping police an eye on you. over whether, whether Mr. Linder's a criminal about or whether the Mexican stabbers. And, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're not interested in protecting the rights of Americans. They're interested in protecting they're the rights of some Americans who aren't that's even what Americans I mean. at all but are Jews. They need a whole team down there in Kirksville to go after you, Alex. Not just one. There's disrespect everywhere we go. Yeah, That's right. You get no respect. You know, <laughs> like Rodney Dangerfield. Studying the law to find the violations. You know? Yeah. Well, we're uh, through the topics, closing statements. Uh, uh, I like the movie. L l let me promote the movie again. The the uh, 19, when was it, 64, 65 Italian movie? Adida, Africa? We'll download no, it on the... Africa voice. Audio. Africa Adia. Adia. <laughs> Italian Africa for Adidas. So long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a dude in Adidas running yeah, yeah, from okay. natives who are chucking spear. Adios! It's a great movie. I'm praying to my Adidas. I get to get out of here. <laughs> That's Nike. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Adios, African Nike, African Nike. That'll be the next, uh, next wave over there. Yeah. Was it, what was Nike the goddess of? Victory. That was. Uh, I was thinking Atlanta. it might be the goddess of fleetness or something. Then it would be funny. Run. Race well, anyway, it's, a, it's a great movie. Yeah, and it and it tells it tells it like it is. Run the Grillo Gauntlet. I want to encourage everyone to check out Shane's uh, Guinean Ghanaian worm thread on the forum. No, Lots that's a guinea. It's a guinea worm. It's a guinea worm. Okay. It's a guinea worm. Mm. Guinea worm thread because there's a lot of great pictures. Uh, especially, I I thought the medical instruments were very. They good. call it a guinea worm because it loves. Mm-hmm. It loves uh, it loves niggers with salami toppings. <laughs> I, I, I just hope no white nationalist goes to Africa and gets oh. infected. Infected. That was a five a.m. joke. <laughs> and drops it off in St. Louis. That would be joke. bad news. But yeah, say I, that again, Craig. Because that sounds like hope, hate, motherfucker. <laughs> you I hope no white nationalist fucking hate bullshit. Yeah. Well, if they hate, hate spewing hot dog, what you be, motherfucker? I'm talking about public health, like the number of niggers that have AIDS at the CDC that talked about it. Look, if, if some, if, if this worm, this three foot long worm, gets lost in East St. Louis, this could be bad news, and uh, we don't want that to happen. I think that's a star attraction, the East St. Louis Zoo. They got one of those worms free crawling in a little terrarium. <laughs> that's what we need, huh? The African worm, the display. <laughs> yeah, <Fantastic. yeah. laughs> Take it really around with like the Holocaust it. Museum, the traveling. You know, they just bought a the, the the Jews down in one. I think it was Orlando, as a matter of fact. They just bought a a box car that had been used to transport the Jews. You know, and they got it on display down on some uh, dead railroad mm-hmm. tracks. Paid fifteen and grand, got, shipped it over there from Europe. It was like oh. the ones that transported the Jews. Is that wow. funny? Wow, wow. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> they should gild it like baby shoes, huh? Are we you allowed know, to like touch it. it and go up and pray before it? <laughs> yeah, the 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 whaling box car wall. Huh? Can you imagine how bad a, a a railroad car full of juice smells after you get <laughs> juice off? My God, gefilte fish. I used to when I lived in California. Like Bombay, noxious little snails. And you ever had like a glass jar full of snails? My parents mm-hmm. would pay me like a penny to collect them. They eat they eat all the plants out there. You collect them. A jar full of those nasty brown snails, and you take the top off that like a day later. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What's the stink and stink bomb? <laughs> I mean, it smells worse than nigger feet. <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> yeah, well, that Ghana story, I, I must admit, I was particularly impressed with the homemade medical instruments that they used. Uh, that was a nail, piece of wood, and <laughs> Yeah, dirt. that's what they fly over there in their nig copter with those homemade implements, and they save these people from the It's kind of like traditional mind brain surgery. Yeah, it's think a, about this. There was like a hand. Um, We're being uh, niggers and calling it a gotta worm. It's a guinea worm. Yeah. <laughs> guinea is. I'm revealing my ignorance. Isn't guinea like an island? There's yeah, a yeah. You say tomato, island. I say tomato. It's like guinea and Ghana. It's know? it's some land surrounded by water, whether <laughs> whether it's a itty bitty island or a giant continent. And on this island are niggers, and they have little worms crawling about inside of them. These worms reach up to three feet, uh-huh. and they are sassy. And they come out of the boils on them, and they wind them onto a stick. And after that, they they hold the traditional ceremony, in which they dance around a fire with their. Worms and and on get a this, stick. Alex. They got on the Bill Gates Foundation. They got one nigger there with his 
feet bandage, you know, below his uh, arches of his feet, and he's sitting around there all forlorn in the village, and then they say, he can't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the worst that knocks him out of work for months, five months. He'd be needing worm fare and shit. <laughs> That's a most <laughs> The Florida desert. Worm can't fare, can't make any man. African pianos to send in the United States. They fucking worship these guinea worms as their ancestors, but that's not to say that if they're not hungry enough, they won't hold them over an open flame. <laughs> Because they're like their version of the s'mores. <laughs> I think Prince yeah. needs some Prince needs some guinea worms to wrap around him on stage, man, just like Medusa. He'd be, be a, you know what I mean? Yeah, dancing them guinea yeah, worms exactly. dancing around him. Yeah, well, the one device the guinea worms used... almost longer than Prince if you unfurled it. <laughs> yeah, the That's one right. device they used it was a wooden handle and a nail, and in order to connect the nail to the wooden handle, they took a big wad of clay. Really and wrapped it around yeah, the two. I'm gonna say a fossilized winnie, guinea worm. Maybe they tan them like the, yeah, tan my so, tan my uh, hide when I'm gone, Clyde. The old song. Yeah, so that was a 50 IQ instrument if I ever saw one. And then uh, there was the the sacred well where they get their water out, which is filled yeah. with the larvae of yeah. these worms, and it's just like a mud, like a cattle. Uh, yeah. Hole. And there's like a naked guy sitting in it, and then two women just taking tubs of water out and like green water and putting it on their heads. Bill Gates needs to send some computers down to that village so they can send you Nigerian emails. This has got to be the they need to get into the service industry. Ever told? We should have outsourcing down there. There's more nigger in this story than God Lord. Yeah. You don't and get any nigger than the niggers drawing water from infected wells and getting infected with worms that eat their way through the nigger. Opaque whitish green water. And I think it's clear from the whiteness of these worms that they're hate worms. <laughs> yeah. well, the niggers don't know that. The Jews are going to have to figure that part out and explain they're it. They're hate worms. Maybe we need to prosecute some of these worms. <laughs> explain them the look worm. You can be jammed into a cell right next to a good old Zundel and Rudolph, if you don't uh -huh. shape up your ways and start infecting white people in equal numbers, because we're seeing a very strong statistical disparity here. Yeah, give them the Christopher Newsom effect. Huh? Reform o worms. And you know, really, educating a nigger not to step into infected water is, is, is no more ridiculous than trying to educate a tapeworm not to infect a nigger. You know, and you might even have better luck if you try to teach the worm. Who's to say? Try Fantastic. teaching your white daughter not to listen to to African music. Which which you know which will which will you teach the nigger not to step in the water? You teach the worm not to step into the nigger. Now, start it equal, you know, with the shackles off, to use LBJ's phrase, and see which one learns the lesson first. I'm guessing that neither will learn the lesson, and I'm right. <laughs> the yeah, nigger will go right on. Y if niggers could trace cause and effect, they wouldn't be living in mud huts. <laughs> There's a little tip from your Uncle Al. <laughs> yeah, it was a sight to see. And this is in 2007, folks. Where's the progress? White man's uh, scrimping on the, the checks. only this and that niggers can, Why do you can connect is, 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 is the... Is so the, insensitive. ...is the genital coupling, and that's about it, man. They, the, the head doesn't make any couplings. Yeah. Yeah, more money from Bono is needed. Yeah, where is that that purple sunglass wearing? What, what's that ad? They they have all the Bono and bastard. all of them saying we're all Africans now, and then Alex had the thing we're all Gazans now. <laughs> are we more African or are we more Gazan? <laughs> or are we more Jew? 
And there's some We're all Palestinians <laughs> now. Rubber bullets. Yeah. Yeah, what a monkey. My God. I, I don't just don't know how anyone could look at Africa and go, there's two solutions. Either you machine gun them all or you cordon them off. You know, solving their problems is, yeah, it's a little out of your league there. <laughs> Someone needs to tell, we need a thousand Jane yeah, uh, Goodall. Start with something easy like teaching pigs to <laughs> sing. And then, then you go to educating the niggers. Saving the niggers. Good Lord. People who are saving stuff are just the most useless scum on earth. The yeah, English spinsters to the rescue. They're eating the poor yeah. silverback gorillas up in the highlands there. There's a national, international crisis. We need to have a frozen gorilla steak dinners over here. We should have them in all the supermarkets. Bush meat crisis. Yeah, hey, I heard something crisis. funky. Now, you tell me. You tell me that what we do doesn't have an effect. So I was up at like 6 a.m., and, and for the first time in a very, very, very long time, I was listening to the radio, listening to the local radio, and what did they have on? They had on that story that I had on Kirksville today about uh, all the funky kinds of meat that are uh, being brought in by these immigrants to the U.S., and I just wondered if they happened to have come across that. It was on the wires, you know, but it was on the wires a while back. So I yeah, wondered they if those they saw New York it today. In London? They might have seen it there and read it off. Who knows? So you never know. You do this kind of reporting, and, you know, it's, it's, it interests people. They're like, well, well it, damn. It takes a lot to I, smuggle meat. It's not like smuggling drugs, I would guess. I mean, you know, there's a lot of volume to it, a lot of, uh, you know, sp you know. It's a big substance. <laughs> Plus, there's the fresh. Is that a gorilla head in your suitcase? Or you just happen to see me. <laughs> oh, swinging in a miss. <laughs> I've got a lot of friends. Uh, there's a little lag time too from, from from the slaughter. Well, Dude, I'm just making gorillas ear stew. What the hell? When did that become illegal? They <laughs> live till you've had gorillas ear stew. <laughs> this fucking monkey get off the plane and there's a big old fucking impression of a fucking baboon face through the side of his his goddamn what is a <laughs> through the side of his uh his goddamn suitcase white <laughs> americans want to see how 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 blacks as he put it live and if that's so there is some truth to that i think i think americans are sort of entertained by it like when when the one woman bought her a, Shrunken head from Haiti, and they they nabbed her at the airport. Yeah, I mean, and this bush meat. I mean, there's an entertainment factor that you know uh, white Americans think. Of yeah, it's, there is. It kind of bleeds into fucking scary yeah. at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, I guess and that so. point would be like you know Stan getting a voicemail from his goddamn kids' high school. We have come across a student with uh, you know uh, tuberculosis. Do not fear. The student is being treated. We will inform you of further updates if necessary. You know, and, and it kind of starts to hit close to home. We were talking on Free Talk Live about they've gone beyond multiple drug-resistant tuberculosis all the way to extreme drug-resistant tuberculosis. Keep trying drugs. The bacteria is going to, ah, fuck you. Been there, done that. <laughs> I will live in your lungs and dominate you. Yeah. Like a little getting, bitty lung juice. And, and not just that shit, life. but a new strain of AIDS. Yeah, Thanks, Fags. Great work. That's awesome. That's awesome. You've blown 500 dicks, and you've come up with a new strain of AIDS. And, and I'm, I'm now, sure Alex, how do you know that good. these witch doctors with cocoa in the case weren't trying to solve the, the AIDS and tuberculosis <laughs> scares? They have a radical new way of doing it. Like, they learned it from Tabo Mbeki. Remember that? When he was all, he was all uh, about new, fresh approaches to solving the AIDS problem. 
Although actually the wackiness, he was so he was so nigger wacky that he circled all the way around and kind of back bass awkward nigger niggered into the truth, which is that it, it, it ain't it ain't a virus that's causing it the problem, probably anywhere but in Africa, it's just monkeys being monkeys, and and the coll- collection of those symptoms and stamping them AIDS makes it makes it a, a nice. Slot for people to send money. Oh, oh, I understand. It's AIDS. Oh, it's oh, it's AIDS. It's AIDS. Everybody recognizes AIDS. Therefore, it exists. Just like hate. Just like the Holocaust. Designer labels. I mean, I mean, Listen, if people talk about it, it's real. On balance, AIDS has been a great thing. It's wiping out Africa. That's great. And uh, they should not be on the planet. They should. Craig Cobb, you are the voice of expatriate hate. Yes. <laughs> Why do you, why do you have some haters over here? Let me tell you, brother. <laughs> Come over here and find out. We're some hating mofos. <laughs> Are you sure that you haven't been traveling to the dark continent lately and and no. upending canisters full of albino hate worms? No, I've been seeing too many beautiful white women. It's affected my brain. My something water sources. My brain. They, they look they look so good. Uh, I, I need some new work. Where are the white worms at? <laughs> <laughs> These niggers are so dumb, they actually dry out these worms and stitch them together and use them as condoms after pulling them out of their legs. I kid you not. <laughs> I learned that from Garrison Keillor in Lake Wobegon days, the new edition. <laughs> the college years. <laughs> the college years. <laughs> yeah, I learned about that in social anthropology. Race is a construct. These Probably Jimmy worms. Carter's going to get the Nobel Prize for solving that African worm problem, the guinea worm. Yeah, put put Jimmy on the case. Yeah. He's a hero, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Spoke except I think we should learn how to raise. Then he's an anti-Semite like the rest of us. Yeah, and these niggers are all over the U.S. Like Earth there's all kinds of these suckers here. How many of them have this stuff? We don't know. We have no fucking idea. Do those clowns that you see on that thread where you've got every every Hijaboo and wannabe from from everywhere on 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 this and probably other planets working for our government. Listen, man, I've, I've known a lot justice of, on us. I've known a lot of whites who've traveled in remote ow, places ow, in Asia stop, and Africa ow. who come up with this stuff, and they've told me the stories about it. I haven't had known one who's had getting worms, but I mean, Craig, there's, what there's another, of the third world is not infected with some kind of parasite. Of course spread. it is. All these Mexicans and everything. We've had all kinds of stories in TA and on the forum and on Goyfire too. Uh, there, there's one worm in Africa that turns you blind. You just go, it goes in your body and goes up straight to your eyeballs. Goodbye sight. Yeah. Well, I want our listeners to realize that hygiene is an ancient Greek word. Look yeah. it up. It's an African word. <laughs> yeah. African word that it, came from it, the Jews. It means the absence of niggers. Our I think there was a little fun. island in the oh. Greek archipelago called Xanthacoon. <laughs> and the, and and that's where the the, the name uh, through some changes became hygiene. They got rid of the uh, uh-huh. the groids. Hmm. Well, the Greeks today are a little uh, uh, largely a, a small cleansed of those uh, with averted lips. That's if right. I my oh, the areas, all the statuary. They don't look like the old statuary, and that's what's happened all over the world. I never actually studied. Yeah, some racial hygiene. Felt it necessary. Racial hygiene, a, a, an idea whose time has come. Racial hygiene, yeah. Racial hygiene. What what can you mean? Such things be? Cleaning the genes, and not the Levi's. Well, there's a reason Cohen in uh, New York City wanted to marry Paula Zahn. Oh, yeah, that Genetic was a great piracy. interview. Great interview. Bug-eyed Larry King. The handoff was priceless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we'll have to put that up on the Goyfar. We mentioned his mugshot, didn't we? With that classic one where he's like some kind of scammer when he was a, a young kike on the rise back down in Florida. And he's got that... He has that holy... I mean, a fresh, innocent <laughs> Jew look. I mean, he's he looks like an innocent scamster. I mean, he looks like a... <laughs> A fresh-nosed scamster. It's just, it's just, it's classically Jewish. Yeah, it's like the, I don't think the there's Rodney a different Gagel. mentality between our people. You look at that and, and and try to figure out why am I laughing at that? What what precisely is so funny about? It? <laughs> yeah, it's like and the Rodney see, Dangerfield the, look. It's like who me? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> complete, the complete. The racial gulf there in in the mentality is just visible on his is 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 it's plain written on his visage. Alex, in, just, in the early or the mid seventies or late seventies, I guess early eighties, he used to make a lot of English errors on his radio show. You know, he didn't have a TV show, and uh -huh. he would he would he would say, "I'm from a common working class," but he'd make really major English, uh, you know, conjugation gaps. He's just a, so he's a dumbass. These Jews are yeah. very overrated in terms of their intelligence. I mean, look at uh, look at the Alan Combs on there. I mean, any any fucking jib nut in the world could figure out that that Yankee Jim was uh, uh -huh. pointing to him to a site that he wanted to be mentioned this dumb nut reads it off <laughs> he uh, you says, know what well, hammering out the jew <laughs> what jew would have time what, what is this i you know, I'm I'm fucking the name of the thing com. like coyplayer.com what is this I mean, you're you cheating on me <laughs> i mean the guy's almost as dumb as hannity it's a radio show no i, I it's, it sounds like a website well it is it's internet radio Oh, okay. Like, well, I'm listening on internet right now. And what is your association with Goyfire.com? Uh, Are they paying you for the plug? No, not at all. All right, just checking. I found this this Holocaust um, conference to be quite interesting. By the way, I just went to uh, Goyfire.com, mm -hmm. and it says Goyfire hammering out the Jew, one broadcast at a time. What does that mean? You know, these kikes are supposed to be intelligent. You're going, give me a break. No, Larry King's an old scamster. He, yeah, I wasn't kidding. I was being funny, but I wasn't kidding when I said the guy would tell lies about like growing up with Sandy Koufax and make up all this bullshit to uh, to gymnasiums full of Jews at like fifteen bucks a head. That's how about what Howard? Jews do how about Howard Cosell in his wig hat? And remember, Muhammad L.A. said something like, "I got this big mouth Jew here following me around." All the time. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very truculent man. <laughs> I don't know what truculent is, but but if, if it's bad, that's it. You know, something like that. It's but tell me, it. Muhammad, what about your next fight? <laughs> that would be Cosell all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but tell me, and Muhammad, how are you feeling tonight? You're the world champion. <laughs> the time may have come to say goodbye to Muhammad Ali, because very honestly... I don't think he can beat George Foreman. Howard Cosell, you told everybody I don't have a chance. You told them I don't have nothing but a prayer. Well, Chump, all I need is a prayer, because if that prayer reached the right man, not only will George Foreman fall, the mountains will fall. Maybe he can pull off a miracle. But against George Foreman, so young, so strong, so fearless, Against George Foreman, who does away with his opponents, one after another, in less than three rounds. It's hard for me to conjure with that. And you're always talking about Muhammad. You're not the same man you were ten years ago. Well, I asked your wife, and she told me you're not the same man you were two years ago. After this fight, I suspect Ali will retire. 
and through all of the years, my own memories of him will be as a fighter and as the strange and curious and gregarious and engaging and sometimes cruel and sometimes family man that he is. I'm going to let everybody know that that thing you got on your head is a pony and it comes from a tail of a pony. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, all right, that was well, closing. Howard was a kike's kike. Yeah. <laughs> closing statements, Alan. Kike's kike. <sighs> Would that we lived in a world without Jews, without mm -hmm. niggers. Well, first of all, we and wouldn't have heavenly redemption. That would be one, one loss. We never did get around to that rape of that uh, uh, white human woman over in San Diego by yet another bunch of breaking in. No, after next week, we too many nigger, too many bat, nigger rapes. Nigger beasts. Yeah. So it's going all over the place. Of course, no one's heard of that one either. Reminds me of an 18 year old girl. Did they kill her or did they just rape them? No, they raped a 17, 18 year old girl. Uh, then three of them run upstairs and argued about who was going to get uh, next dibs on the other one. So they had a little yeah. fight there. It was good stuff. Yeah. And then uh, what else? Then they forced the, one of the white males present, a white male, to rape one of the girls. And when he wasn't doing a good job, one nigger stepped in and showed him how to do it. But Let's I guess talk about the that talking Jews, yeah, on TV, haven't yeah, yet you, mentioned you, it to you, you folks get what we're driving at here. We, we ain't exactly out of material. We're ending because we've got to go to fucking sleep. And instead of recounting you another 10, 15 nigger on white atrocities that you have never heard of. <laughs> Yeah, it's all a big fucking joke. I mean, just because we're laughing about it, you know. Uh, we're not laughing that it's never reported anywhere. Yeah, it happens, though. Just because it's not reported doesn't mean it's not happening. Are you mature enough to handle the truth? If you're like 80% of Americans, no, you're not. You want to hear bullshit. Be kept in the dark. Told the niggers you're equal. Celebrate diversity. Worship Martin Luther King. Remember the Holocaust and keep it holy. That shit's fit for bozo adults, you know. And there's ever more of those walking around. We don't want to save those kind of morons. We're going for the people who understand that something is fundamentally, fundamentally wrong with this country and this world controlled by Jews. We got a president so damn dumb he couldn't. It's not even conceivable him writing his own speeches, let alone delivering them without slipping every other word. Oh, Alex, by the way, the House, I guess, told him today as we're recording, or they're, they're intimating that they may not let him uh, uh, run the World War into Iran because of the War Powers Act. Imagine that. He won't be able to start World War III without a declaration of Congress. Is that, uh, how non-Jewish can you be? I, I, That's so goyish. There's something wrong. Yeah, he's well, like our Yeltsin Bush. Is the, is the Congress fighting its balls? Uh, well, they prefer not to vote. They prefer to hedge their bets, and then you know they they limply years later after the war is a complete utter failure. Some of them kind of partly itty bitty ways come out against trillion. it. I mean, there's no there's no balls anywhere there. It's just a bunch of bought losers, bought lying losers. None of them principled. Maybe you could accept Ron Paul, although he's not pure in the race part. He may be right on the money part, but the rest of them. Wars, Parliament of Wars. On that note, I want to thank our listeners for listening in. We are the good guys. We are the good guys. We are the dreamers and dreamers. Tune in next time. We should have a boy for our too. So until next time, America, Sage is wishing you the best of your lives.